and gentlemen, welcome to the greatest podcast on planet Earth. This is the No Sides Podcast with your hosts, Logan Steele and Austin Cavalier. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hi. <laughs> we are here with JC Ruddy. What's oh, up? Hello. Well, JC, to kick things off, we get to torment you and make you do a self-introduction. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> are you prepared? I, yep. I got my notes here. <laughs> ready to go, I suppose. Tell us all about yourself. Oh, my gosh. I don't know if we have, how long do we have here? What do, what do you do? Where you're from? What makes you happy? What do I do? Where I'm from? Well, um, what do I do? Uh, you know, I run a business. Uh, we're an investment advisory firm. Nice. Um, uh, mainly what I do is I'm a dad of four children. Logan's getting naked. All girls. Oh, oh my goodness. I didn't know this sorry. was X-rated. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Continue. Sorry. sorry for the interruption. I thought this was PG. Okay. No, uh, I'm really, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a husband. I'm a dad. You got to talk right into this thing. I've got four. Sorry. Is that better? That's perfect. Okay. God, you sound I'm, good. I'm a podcast virgin. All right. Start over. Go for it. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. There what do go. I do? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, what I do for a living is I, I run an advisory, a financial advisory firm. We invest money for people. Um, been doing that for about 20 years. Um, but I, oh, what I really do is I'm a, I'm a husband to my wife, Stephanie, and a father to my four dirt girls, Brooklyn, Avery, Tenley, and Cameron. Um, so I do a lot of being a husband and a dad. That's a, that's a big part of what we do. Um, what do I do for fun? I think that was the second question. Right? Just full self-introduction. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, no, grew up small town, Iowa, you know, grew up in uh, Southwest Iowa, um, God's country, Audubon, mm -hmm. Iowa, mm -hmm. uh, just a little South of Carroll, Iowa, um, ended up going into college, playing football at, uh, Drake university, um, moved into, like I said, financial services. Yeah. Um, now my wife and I live in Altoona. We live, been here 15 years. We love, we love where we live. We have four girls, like I said, and, um, two doors, two houses down from a famous podcaster live on one of the greatest <laughs> streets in, in Altoona with two of the greatest podcasters I've ever met. Yeah. Logan doesn't live here, but he spends a lot of time. Well, I'm on the poor side. Yeah. Uh, he is on the, on the, on the poor side. Not technically in relation to the casino. Cause I think that's where the most money probably is. <laughs> right. No. Yep. So just two doors down here, man. What's your average grocery bill? What's you know, quite honestly, I couldn't tell you because my wife gets the groceries. Um, That's a hmm. lot of mouths. It is a lot of mouths. We've we've transitioned. I mean, going out to dinner, it's 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 easy a easy hundred bill every time if we yeah. go out to eat. You know, six feeding six plus a dog. We have a dog Rip. He's our boy. Yeah. Um, no, I I couldn't tell you. I think my wife she she you know she's someone that takes care of all the costs of food. <laughs> you know. So thank God for that. You but. need to find, I think just between you and Rip is the only testosterone in the household. Yeah. We're both neutered basically too. Uh, I'm not officially neutered, but I, the, I can no longer have children physically. Completely, yeah. So <laughs> reproduction is not happening in our house anymore, but uh, yeah, there's a lot of, there's some testosterone. It, it's it, you, four daughters plus your wife. Mm -hmm. Have they ever all turned on yet once? Oh yeah. Have, um, you, have you had a mutiny? No, not quite a mutiny. I got many bosses though. Yeah. I mean, I get told what to do a lot and that's, 
something I'm not very good at being told, I don't know, being told what to do is not one of my things I like. So, but I get told what to do. So, but you know, I love them. What can I say? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Teenage years are going to be interesting. We're already there. Yeah. I got a 13 year old and yeah. we're on the early stages of wow. My girl B. Yep. <laughs> Brooklyn, Brooklyn K. She's a amazing kid. We just got done with basketball for the weekend and um, she's a little stud. Yeah, she had, Two last two games today. This morning, she had thirty-one points and twenty-two yeah. points to take down some medals. So, how how tall is your oldest daughter in like relation to the rest of her class? Is she is she pretty tall? No, honestly, oh really? She's only about five two, five three. Um, and, you know, in the basketball world, I guess in relation to her class, she's probably average. But yeah, in the basketball world, she's she's still pretty small. She hasn't hit that uh, that uh, growth growth spurt yet. But which she will because. Yeah, your, your wife and yeah, everyone is both you and Steph are really tall. Yeah. Steph's five ten. Her sisters are both about six foot around there. My father in law's a pretty tall guy. And he's, so he's he's a monster. <laughs> How tall is that guy? He's a gentle giant. He's like oh, six he five. Is. Six five. A big boy. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's some good genetics there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's not going to be a midget, that's for sure. Oh, I'm not supposed to say that. I think you can is say the correct I think term? you can say midget. Yeah. Okay. I don't want I think it little person is the correct terminology. I fucking love midgets. That's all I <laughs> Did you see my Snapchat? Oh, I saw them. Did you see anything on my Instagram or whatever? Bailey and I were in Cancun, and there's a lot of midgets in Cancun. Really? Was it, it the water? It, it's the water. <laughs> <laughs> they were performers. I've never oh. seen so many. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they were they were acrobats. Dude, they're flying through the air. Yeah, I mean, I was having a ball. It was you know, I love little people. <laughs> dude, and, dude, dude, um, I love them. When you dress them up, you know, in costumes and send them through the air. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was, it was, um, it was a true experience for me. I, I was in heaven, you know? Yeah. I'll bet. Oh my goodness. So what got you, what got you into the financial uh, industry? What, what would you, what would you say your industry is it financial services? Well, investment advising, you know, investment. yeah. Financial services. We do a little bit of everything, yeah. but no, I was just, you know, I went to college really played football. I didn't really have a plan, you know, like most kids you just go to college, study business management, marketing, stuff like that. Um, I was working at a Hy-Vee, uh meat department and just so happened my, my hours got cut. So I started selling shoes at trade home shoes in Merle Hay mall, which is no longer really a mall anymore. And, uh, a buddy of mine who was a football captain a year ahead of me, uh, I was happened to be, uh, looking for an internship. And so he introduced me to a company and uh, I just fell in love with helping people. Yeah. I didn't know that's what I wanted to do. And then obviously who doesn't like to work with money? You know, I wanted to see people's money grow as well as my own money grow. It's a very lucrative, um, you know, opportunity and, and career and just, yeah, I just ran with it. And um, so there was really no plan, but you know, there's what we've, we've, we've done, we love what we do and love how we can, you know, educate people on money and stuff like that. So. Yeah. No, it seems like you've done well, done well with it. Um, do you, do you, uh, do you stocks at all or is it mostly just retirement stuff? Well, no, it's retirement stuff mainly right now, but uh, we're working in, we just actually transitioned our company from one company to another. So we're getting ready to do a lot more uh, uh, stock trading and stuff here in the next six months to the year. We want to get more in, in depth of that. I mean, I get a lot of questions, a lot of people wanting to do that. And so, um, no, that's, that's definitely in the future. Um, but yeah, mainly it's been uh, IRAs, 401ks rollover, stuff like that. Yeah. So you want to talk about the transition at all? Or, I mean, you, it's kind of a big step for you, right? Well, yeah, I mean, we could talk about it. Yeah, sure. There's nothing. I mean, it was just a matter of, um, 
Uh, I mean, I, you know, it was a hard decision. How long, know, how long were you with the previous company? I should ask. Uh, 18 years. Yes. That's wild. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say it's a big jump. Right? Yeah. To, not to put it lightly. That, I mean, it was a big step for you. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily anything negative towards my prior company. It was just more better opportunities moving forward. You know, um, yeah. I think uh, as, as you know, f- where I was at to where I am now, I, I just like anything else, the, the world's evolving, you know, um, you know, you uh, people's, uh, uh, you know, we look back 15, 20 years ago, you know, there wasn't any baby boomers in retirement. You know, you didn't have large sums of money to move really because, you know, those that had large sums of money were really wealthy and they, you know, the average middle-class family didn't have, you know, you know, half a million, million dollars in cash to move. Well, when the baby boomers started turning retire or started turning age 59 and a half, they could move their 401ks into IRAs, roll that in there. So now you you move to a world where, you know, you have, you know, people now, these average people have money that needs to transition into from 401ks to IRAs, and they need to see that money continue to grow. Yeah. And so the, I think just, you know, it's, uh, it's kind of the point where that um, people have a, a more of a need for estate planning and, and retirement planning than they ever have. And uh, so we wanted to be able to, um, meet every need for our client. And so, you know, about a year or so ago, um, I started looking at ways I could make my, my business better and felt kind of, um, like I was kind of in a place where I couldn't do what I wanted to do Yeah, and just started doing some research, found out that the full independent space was where you could have access to multiple companies, be able to, um, uh, provide services that, not everybody can. Um, and then I partnered up with a group where we have a whole staff of people where we have CF uh, financial planners, we have a, a CPAs, we have state attorneys, we have a back office where now, um, you know, going on earlier where I said my, what I do as a dad, it's going to allow me to uh, scale my business to the next level, but not, I mean, there's always time involved and there's going to be effort involved, but I can actually be able to delegate a lot of the services to a team that's an expert in every area that they are in. And I don't have to be the one guy, the one expert for everything. Right. So I'm really excited to see that grow. And we're, we're just about five and a half months through this transition or into this transition. Um, when I say that, just, you know, dealing with old clients, you know, as, but now we're really starting to see, we're going to start pushing into the new business and, and see where it goes. So I have a question about money. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> So say I make money, right? Yep. What can I do with that money to um, not pay taxes? <laughs> can I do that? Do you well, do you contribute to your four hundred one k? I don't have a four hundred one k. You got, I have a. Uh, you gotta get one. I have, no, I have something. It's not called a four hundred one k. Like a you have an IRA, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is there a way of not paying taxes? I can't say there's necessarily a way to not pay taxes. There's just ways Dang to tax it. defer well, money. Dang, we need defer to, your taxes. We need to make you an S corp. Yeah. And, and, and then max it out, right? Max there, out. There's it different right. ways of paying less taxes. It's just not, you can't yeah. fully avoid taxes, you know, unfortunately. <sighs> my, my accountant makes me it's really mad because yeah. she's like, I need all this money. Yeah. I'm like, fuck no. And she's like, it'll save you two grand. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I have to give you this amount, like a lot of, a lot of money to save mm-hmm. two grand. And she's like, that's the way it works. But the money that you're giving me, you can have back in 70 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come talk Ooh. to me when uh, yeah. you need your hips replaced. So I got that going for yeah, you. I got, you got, that, you I got, got that, that going, going for, for it. myself. Mm-hmm. I was like, this sounds like I'm just getting ripped off. But, mm-hmm. but, it, uh, you know, in your, in, with your question, in, you know, there, that's what people need. They need that kind of service, you know, especially now you have wealth 
uh, changing hands and how is that taxed and how is that protected? You know, there's a lot of ways that, you know, cause you, you see, we're seeing right now, um, you know, there's, there's land being sold and, and these people are inheriting all this wealth. That's what I'm saying. The, the world's evolved to where- how many, how many years say you have an estate. Mm-hmm. Like you're asking these technical questions. No, there's, there's like a time period, right? If you were to take that estate, put it into like a trust and then that person passes away and you inherit the trust. Isn't there like a time gap that you can get away with? Well, you now, um, I mean, I don't want to speak. Those are better questions for accountants, but oh, okay. uh, never mind. No, I just know now. I mean, they, they did change the rules that there was more of a stretch beneficiary at the time where uh, you used to be able to stretch the, the taxes over 40 years. I believe it's 40 years. Oh, wow. um, but now where if you inherit, inherit money, you have 10 years to transition that into your name. That's so stupid. Because the government wants to get their tax dollars and. You know, that's oh why you have what's called a requirement minimum distribution, which was at 70 and a half years of age. Now it's 72. So it means you have to pull tax deferred money out of your account. What was the country that just changed that? The, uh, the retire, I guess you would call it like the retirement age. Mm. There's a country that just changed it by two years. And there was an, there was a full blown riot. People took to the streets, <laughs> burning down the city. Well, it was like Brazil or something. I can't remember. I mean, it was that's, just in the last. That's like, happened a lot over history. <laughs> yeah. You tax people, they will revolt. Yeah, right. they'll throw tea and all kinds of stuff. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm looking up uh, the, the death tax. Apparently, mm-hmm. it's it's still around, mm-hmm. which it needs to be abolished. Okay. Uh, otherwise known as the estate tax, the death tax. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you inherit ten grand. You have to give 18% of it to the government. Could be. Um, there's a whole scale here. But if you, if you, if you, <laughs> if you inherit a million bucks, it's a 40% tax. Mm. That is so wrong. Does that count for life insurance? I don't know. Life insurance is death free or uh, is tax free. Oh, this is yeah. from the so internal revenue. The death benefit on yeah. life insurance is tax free. Well, and so I know there's a bunch of weird stuff like you put money into trusts and there's different stuff. There's loopholes, financial well, advisors. That, that's what I was wondering about. I didn't know. There's, there's loopholes. There's, there's also probate. There's no probate. I mean, there's a lot of things. There's revocable trust, irrevocable trust. There's, you know, there's a lot of different play, ways you can, you want to have a trust. But I mean, if you have significant, you need to have trust. I, uh, a guy that I work hard and, uh, I'm just, I know I'm really stupid. And so this is these situations like this where I'm like, I have to have people. Mm-hmm. Like if yeah. you, if you don't have people, I'm dumb enough where I could work my whole life and lose everything. I w- yeah. I'm literally that dumb. I would say, you know, not just on the financial services side of things. I think that's a really good point that if we're talking about people in general, that most people, when it comes to financial planning or, um, a lot of things, they try to get around the, like you're talking about your accountant. They try to yeah. get around having a good accountant. I'll, I'll just do it myself. Oh, I don't I'll do think, I don't this myself. I'll do this myself. I love yeah. my accountant. And, and I think what I've learned, I know I learned in just in business and life is that you can't be, you know, you heard, you heard the whole saying that, you know, jack of all trades, master of none, right? Right. So yeah. there's too many people that are trying to be the jack of all trades and they're not mastering anything. Yeah. They feel I'll cut costs. I will save money here. But by trying to save money in those, those critical areas, where they have experts, yeah. they're they're losing money where they could be making money, not just from tax standpoint. I'm talking about like in their career. Think about it. If you the did- whole world is turned to a specialized world. Mm-hmm. There used to be people. We were just talking uh, with Matt. Yeah, Slam Paul. Yeah, we were, he was talking about how you know generation before us had all this knowledge in you know 30 different areas, and now the world has transitioned into a more specific. 
uh, what's the word? Specialized. Yeah. He, he was talking about how his dad could just fix anything mm-hmm. and no one can do that anymore. No. I mean, it's done. Yeah. Which I put three new toilets in the house. And I didn't even know how to put them in. I called our plumber buddy. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's just it. I mean, people probably waste too much time trying to do a lot of things on their own. Yeah. And, you know, I found out too, this, I mean, there's things, certain things you can fix on your own, but you do need experts to, you know, do it the right way. Cause you do waste a lot of time, but yeah. Um, I think that's a good point. We're so specialized in, anymore. The world's just changed where things are so much more technical. There's so much. And, but my point is, is that people, they still try to do it all and not that they, they're not capable of doing it all, but they're not doing it efficiently enough to where they're not in their, their, their area of their career, their family, their, whatever they're trying to be good at. Right. They're not, they're not succeeding to where they need to be succeeding. They're like, it's, it's best just to pay somebody to do, do it the right way yeah. and spend the money so you can concentrate on areas that make you money. Right. Versus trying to save it. Let's yeah, I know. I get it. You could go save, you know, uh, some money doing, uh, you know, your own taxes, your account, but how much yeah. are you losing? Because oh. you didn't have a guy said, Hey, if you would did X, Y, Z or a gal, this is X, Y, Z, how much money you would have saved in taxes. But you, you, you know, you tried to save the five, 600 bucks or the thousand bucks or the $2,000 it's in anything like yeah. having a, having a realtor, having a contract, you know, all those things, you know, when I first started uh, this medical device business, I used my parents' accountant and, uh, and if that guy was standing here, it would take, it would take both of you to hold me back from that. <laughs> whooping, <laughs> whooping that oh, fat no. toad piece of shit. <laughs> oh, no. Um, oh, no. So uh, I remember I was writing these huge tax bills at the end of the year. Just, I was cutting checks that literally made me want to cry. Yep. You know, and, and, and visualizing it on paper, and then and then cutting that check, mailing it off to the IRS, and then and then watching the it come out of my account. You know, because you can hop on your phone and you see that number, and that, that's a number that I never thought I'd have. Mm-hmm. And now I'm paying this amount in taxes. Like worked my ass off to get that money. Yeah. Watching them take it from me, and I I was a LLC, but I wasn't incorporated, mm-hmm. so I was just a, an LLC. Sole proprietor. I was a sole proprietor. Yeah, I wasn't an S corp yet. Yeah, and. I was paying ridiculous amounts and I was like, something has to be up. So I interviewed a bunch of accountants and I got in and I, I met this new gal who is a total badass. And she said, Oh my God, honey, he doesn't, he didn't know about the fix. And I was like, what, what fix? And she's like, Oh no, like I can't save you for last year, but I can help you on, on, you know, this year or whatever. She printed out a form. I signed two lines. She made an S corp. She made two calls. And I said, how much money did I pay that I shouldn't have? <laughs> and she says, we don't need to talk about it. And I said, I won't sleep tonight if I don't know. And she told me like over three years, I think I was overpaying like 20 grand a year. Mm-hmm. And I was yeah. like, I, yeah. fuck you government. Like, why can't I call you and like get that back? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm surprised. I don't know. I'm just, I was dumb. Feel this, but no, I'm dumb. Like I'm just not good at mm-hmm. those certain things. Mm-hmm just wrong. If you, if you inherit a million bucks and you don't have it set up, right. They're taking what 40% would be 400,000, right? Yep. That's wrong. Mm-hmm. No, that's just it. Yeah. 400 grand. Mm-hmm. And what's even more messed up about the death tax here. That money's already been taxed. Oh, right. <laughs> 30 times. It, it was taxed when you made it. Mm-hmm. And then it, now that it's being moved from one person to the next, they pop their head up out of a manhole cover and say, Hey, Want another chunk? If you think about how many times we're taxed, if oh you really God. sit there and look at how much yeah. time you're taxed. Don't get me started, JC. Okay, sorry. 
<laughs> it's sickening. Get me started. You know? And then, yeah, we still want to continue to, you know, tax more, you know? Mm-hmm. What, what is, what is the, uh, what is the normal, like what, what is a good acceptable tax in your opinion? Like what, what's a justifiable, what's a justifiable tax? That's a really odd question. Is it like, I mean, like what would you be willing to pay? 12%, 13%. Do you think that's fair? Yeah. Everybody pays 12, 13%. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I was, I was for more of a flat tax back in the day. You know what, what, I mean? what does that mean? Well, it just like means every, everybody pays the same time. You yeah. know, I mean, I can't remember the book Huckabee, Mike Huckabee wrote a book. It was talking about uh, this is now probably 15 years ago. And, you know, there was a, about this flat tax. I mean, you, you, then you're only taxed once too. So like if you buy a car, anything that's brand new bought, you pay that tax. But if you buy a used car, it's already been taxed. You don't pay that again. What that did was it was going to, if I recall, if I recall, it was going to increase, you know, sales tax across the board. Mm -hmm. That's how you make up the difference because versus paying every, you know, all these sales taxes being a little bit lower or higher, whatever you increase the sales tax. So everybody's paying more on purchases, but they're not paying as much on income tax. Well, their income tax is flat. And you know what it was, what it was designed to do. I think there's many ways that things were designed to do, but if I recall, it was, how much money do you think that comes in this country illegally? Oh my God. That's not taxed that, that, you know, you talk about how do you, how do you get out? How do you not pay income tax Logan? Well, there's a lot of ways <laughs> criminals do it. Okay. I'm not suggesting you do that, but that's, that's the thing. Like how many billions and trillions of dollars that are coming through the country illegally that aren't getting taxed. It's gotta be tons. You know what I mean? So that was supposed to be one of those ways. Well, wasn't, wasn't, uh, wasn't El Chapo's like net worth supposed to be like, I can look it up. Oh like, goodness. Like tens of billions of dollars. So then they just, then they just get his son. They got his son. Have yeah, you they, seen what's going on in Mexico? And they, well, they started, they, they got him the day I flew in. Oh God. And they had a reroute. <laughs> would be there when they had to reroute our plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, we landed in Cancun and, and the, uh, the captain gets on the intercom and goes, well, folks, I've uh, been flying this route down here to Cancun for 35 years and never came in this way before we landed. And there's a, plain boneyard like all these crash planes mm-hmm. and we just sat there and he's like well folks uh they say they're coming for us I really don't know what's going on go ahead and sit tight and i'm like this dude came in a different way than he came in for the last 35 years we figured out they were shooting at airplanes <laughs> dude they're oh just they're killing civilians they were they pissed get, oh yeah they wanted him back oh yeah. did they get him out because they said they weren't <laughs> they were like telling the government you better get <laughs> no. him, let him release him right because they've caught him once they've before and they ended up releasing him because they did the His same son. shit yeah okay yeah, they, they got. So where is he at now? I think they still have him, don't they? Oh goodness! I think they got him. Okay. I, I, but last time, last time they got him, like didn't they riot so bad, or then the 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 cartel went in and they're like, hey, well they just like we're taking him like back in Mexico City and stuff. They're like, give him back. And they're like, no. They're like, okay, well today's on you, and would go and just like kill like two hundred civilians. And the next day they're like, give him back. And they're like, no. And they're like, okay, well today's on you. And go and kill like. Another like two hundred civilians and just <laughs> yeah that's what that's what I'm saying. What, figure what out? do you think Chapo's net worth is? One hundred billion dollars. <laughs> Twelve point six billion. Okay, that's, that's yeah. but who knows? You know, because there's no way to. How do you record that? You think he's got an accountant? Right. <laughs> We're keeping track. Right. 2.6 billion of that the government knows about. Oh, wait, they don't know about it. Yeah. What are you worth, El Chapo? <laughs> yeah. 12, 12.6. Oh, Sounds like God. a good number. Yeah, that's wild. You know, speaking of like, people like that that have that, well, you know, how did, I, I still don't understand how Andrew Tate got, you know, who guys know who Andrew Tate is. Yeah. How did he get that wealthy? 
I don't think he really is. He's got. Well, how does he got like twenty hundred thousand dollar, two hundred thousand dollar cars? Yeah, but I've I've seen a lot of stuff that have been coming out that show like all his watches and stuff are actually like fake. Really? Shit. Yeah. Yeah, he was but, a professional kickboxer. Well, I knew I that, but that's not where he got his wealth, though, right? Right. So what he ended up getting busted for was he was running warehouses full of like little mini rooms that girls were doing web sex webcams. No way. Was that what it was? I didn't. I, yeah, yeah, I heard about that. So I, I mean, I, I, I don't know what that stuff costs, but I think if you got two hundred girls and they're making, I don't know, twenty dollars an hour. I don't. I don't oh, know. Good Lord, it's crazy. Uh, they just That's run around sick. the clock. I mean, do you just peek over every once in a while? I, I, fuck, I don't know. Dude. <laughs> it's a greasy, yes. greasy deal. Real greasy deal, bud. Yeah, That's so good. that's why they, they picked him up. They didn't like that. Well, some of the girls said that they were like, I think we're claiming that it was like they were working like against their will or something. Oh, that ain't cool. Mm-hmm. Some sort of sex trafficking. Some of the shit know. he says is a little revolting. Some of the stuff he says is like, that makes a lot of fucking sense. Mm. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, he's, I mean, I mean, oh yeah, when he says on, yeah, I mean, he's like yeah. some, some stuff. I'm like, all right, like that's like aggressive. He's definitely a polarizing figure, very polarizing. I just didn't know anything about the guy till like six I, months ago. Or I, 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 I didn't either. I didn't, I didn't know. Either. You know, I follow a lot of those those guys on Instagram. You know, like Ryan Stuman and and you know, Sean Whalen and I and Milet and Andy Priscilla. And then here's this guy. I'm like, who's this dude? I don't. I don't really agree that he should be. Um, Pestering a mentally challenged girl on the internet, but uh, <laughs> did he do that? Yeah, he's what? Trying to talk smack against a a, a, a little autistic girl that doesn't. I didn't know that. He doesn't know. She doesn't know what she's doing or he where she's know. at. He doesn't know who you're talking about. What? Am I supposed to? I don't know. I am kind of naive in some Tate, of this stuff. Tate and Greta Thunberg. Oh, <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Okay. Oh, Greta. Okay. Oh well, Greta, man. <laughs> Well, the world, you know, the world's coming to an end. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I mean, that's just a sad deal in my opinion. But what do you guys feel about, how do you feel about the whole, uh, um, what are they, what's it actually called? Uh, climate change. Climate change. What's your opinion on the climate? You go in the real world, these these challenges we're having here. So there's a, there's a new theory that's been coming out. It's gaining a lot of steam that I've been following for like probably, I don't know, two years or so now. Called the Younger Dryas Theory. Okay. Uh, what the hell is it? Graham, Graham, Graham Hitchcock. Graham Hitchcock? Okay. I think's his name. And uh, he had this theory and no one really took him serious. They've been, he got some money and been doing a lot of excavating and stuff and finding artifacts that we thought, you know, were 2,000 years old and underneath them were more like burial sites. And they're finding artifacts that are like, 12,000 years old, like okay. tools and stuff, right? Uh-huh. We're starting to do LIDAR over the Amazon rainforest and figuring out there's like city streets that were built in the Amazon rainforest, like full-blown civilizations and stuff. So they're showing that civilization is actually a lot older than what we thought. Okay. So their whole models that they based all this um, climate climate change and everything off of, are completely different, you know. Mm-hmm. I think there probably is some changes. Uh, there obviously are sure. changes happening. That lidar is crazy, wild, huh? So I don't know what it is. It's like it's, it's like it's late. So they use lasers to show undulations and stuff. And God, you listen like to a, top- a lot of cool stuff. To yeah, it's like a, <laughs> it's essentially how they map out like topographical maps, right? 
so it like the Amazon obviously is this dense rainforest mm -hmm. and they're flying over it and scanning it. Right. And they're processing the data into like a, it's like a CT scan from the air. I don't know, I don't know yeah, how else to wow. describe it, but, but they're finding like um, geometrical grids, like roads, towns, cities, networks, ir irrigation ducts. Like, like there was, there was an entire civilization living there. And they've, they've only searched like, like they find, 4 they that. find shit in Mexico assuming. all the time, like Mayan ruins. They, they're finding civilizations, lost civilizations. Like, but like, um, think about like, if you don't mow your lawn for, think if you didn't mow your lawn for a, a year, mm -hmm. there's going to be trees growing in it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There, dude, stuff grows so fast. Right. Nature doesn't care. It's just like, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> right. Where I'm a rainforest in like five years. Mm. So all of those things are just overgrown. Wow. But I don't know. How does that connect to climate change? Well, they're, they're just so climate change is just based on they built models, right? Saying civilization, civilization started here. We're at it's point A, you know, yeah. we're at point B now. This is the records for then. We're having these dramatic changes. Well, when you stretch it out over 12,000 years, yeah. it's a lot less significant. It's I, my understanding. I'm not obviously mm. a genius but here's my stance okay i'm pro global warming okay i, I am use some sunshine i am not pro global cooling <laughs> right they say you live in iowa they say global cool, cooling is actually a lot more dangerous why uh think about harvesting and mm -hmm. all the all the food and like an ice age mm -hmm. yeah i don't want an ice age you no know, we have to go through it every year mm -hmm. if it was <laughs> any like longer months, yeah yeah, yeah. We live in Iowa, man. Right. We have an ice age mm -hmm. every year. Imagine that year round. No, I don't want that. I would not no. live here. I don't like ice ages either. No. <laughs> I like Iowa. I just don't like, yeah, no. I can do it all year round for sure. Think we could survive? Like, at, do you think we we would make it? I wouldn't. No, I mean, like, as a civilization. I don't know. I stood outside for like 10 minutes yesterday, and it was like almost 40 degrees, and I was like, yeah, I'm over this. Man. So. I don't think we could. What do you, like, how long would we make it, like, if it, everything froze up? As a civilization, like today, like I, mean, I don't know, like we're pretty I, weak. Well, I was human good, beings like, are pretty weak. Our grid, our grid would go down. Dude, yeah. Look at Texas last week. Yeah, but that's Texas. They 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 don't have. They're not set up for it. All their power and everything. Are you talking about Iowans? I'm just saying about... in general, the whole world gets cold. How long do we have? Not long. Yeah. Really? Yeah, not long. Hmm. Because Ye why? Years. I think years. Well, just food, food base essentially. Oh yeah, your food, your food dries up quick. So it? I mean, you'll be able to hunt for the first year, right? No problem. But then they gotta eat. Then what do those animals oh, eat? Oh right. shit! There's no crops for the animals. Right. Yeah. Oh man, that's why it's a lot more dangerous. And yeah, well, yeah, you're not making hay. No. And you can't make any grain. There's no. not even any shrubbery or anything for deer to eat. The I mean, animals, all even the natural animals, start to die. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whoa. What about fish? Fish are fucked. <laughs> <laughs> that one. Sorry. <laughs> oh, like if the oceans froze too, huh? We're talking like full cold. I mean, if you could get out to the middle of the ocean, that'd be the last place to freeze, right? Hunt, hunt a whale. But how would, how, how would you, how would you get out there? I mean, fuel, fuel lasts. I wonder if the, if the oceans were completely frozen during the ice age. Mm. Like, do you think Earth was just just a solid marble, dude? You know how long that would take. Man, try googling. Oh my goodness! So I'm just wondering, like, uh, hmm, we we would we would have like a year to live, wouldn't we? 
Probably, yeah. I mean, even, not even canned goods. We start eating each other. That's what happens, right? You know what happened in that movie? But how long do we live? They start eating each other because there isn't anything else to eat. I would eat you, Jason. Gross. Logan and I would gang up on you. You think so? You'd be yeah. the first. I think to I'd go. win that battle. I don't you know. look kind of. You look like you have a good steak on you. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the back straps, dude. What part of JC do we eat first? Back straps. Right? Well, that's a question. Do you go? Do you go for the muscular guys or just the big guys? The big guys probably got a little more fat, a little more marbling on. Yeah. This is. We're not going to go down that. We're not eating humans. Let's not go down eating humans. Down deep like, hole, like, boys. like Kobe, Kobe beef. They're not healthy. Like that fancy, those fancy, terrible. Yeah, that would be like, like taste terrible. That would be the equivalent of a Walmart. Um, That'd be half of America. <laughs> Power Wheels uh, sh- shopping cart mm. shopper. You know. Yeah. <laughs> real, real quick here. Can I tell a story about one of my last flights? I'm excited to hear it. So Bailey and I get on the plane. We're mm. sitting there, and uh, a couple big girls walk in. Okay. And I'm not being mean. Uh, not not being. Uh, not it's being an cur- observation. It is. A couple of bigger people, shaming. little people. You're not fat shaming. Couple, couple thicker. I'm a bigger guy. Couple thicker gals. Okay. The, the one had a lot of midriff showing. Like she was like proud to be. Hey. And I'm a husky kid, so I'm not yeah. passing judgment. I mean, we're yeah, definitely not. I'm a husky. We're not GQ I, models here. Okay. Far from it, right? And so uh, Mama Bear walks in behind the two young cubs, and I, <laughs> you can tell they're all related. Like they, they're all in the same food source, you know? Okay. <laughs> They're shopping. They're, 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 they're eating out of the same shopping cart. All right. And it's not at Whole Foods. I mean, we're talking Cheetos and yeah. Ronald's cabinet. This, Ronald fam- McDonald's, this yeah. family's keeping little Debbie in business. Okay. And, <laughs> Somebody's got to. And so big girl sits down and she did the same thing that I do. You know, I sit in the aisle seat. Mm-hmm. That way I can, you know, throw a leg or a loin or, you know, <laughs> A hawk over into the aisle and sure. spread out a little bit. Yeah. Um, and uh, so she's sitting there, looked like she was pulled, poured into her seat like a jello mold. <laughs> I mean, she was poured in liquid and just got cold and set up right there. And <laughs> I wasn't, I was, I wasn't saying nothing, you know, just because we have an epidemic. It, I, I mean, there's a lot of over morbidly obese people. I'm a chunky boy. I'm That's working on where, it. Yeah. But this girl, I mean, this has been a, this is a pattern that it's clearly food choices. Mm-hmm. So here's what I saw. So once the beverage service came around, they all ordered Cokes. Mm-hmm. I ordered a diet Coke because I know I'm fat. Okay. They had multiple Cokes. So I'm saying like, okay, they ate the cookies and the, and the pretzels. Then they proceeded to pull out their own snacks. <laughs> if the airplane snacks weren't enough. And I was just sitting there. How long a flight are we talking? I don't know, like a couple hours. DF, DFW to Cancun or Des Moines. Like couple, a three-hour flight. Couple hours. They, sh- the, the mama bear single-handedly ate an entire package of uh, goldfish. That was her first snack. And I saw her eat others. Like a package, like the ones that, the, the big bag or like a little baggy? Like the, thing. I don't like the I don't know. I just, my daughter had a big thing of goldfish. Size, like, of a, size of a Yeti. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah those things. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. So... The tray, ta- is bad. the tray table couldn't come down all the way because of the belly was in the way. So she had her gold. She had the tray table leaning up against her belly at a 45 degree angle. Had to, had to keep the Coke in her hand because there's no setting it down. And the goldfish. And in my mind, and I'm, I'm trying not to be naughty here and, and talk bad about others because I'm not trying to do that. But in my mind, right, I'm thinking to myself here, I'm like, my fat ass is doing hot yoga because I'm snoring at night. And that's right. my wake up call. 
you think getting on an airplane and not being able to set oh, set down yeah. set down the tray table, to, if, if that ever happens to me, first of all, you guys got to be like, dude, I'll, well, put, I'll put dude, you down. No, don't put me down. <laughs> put me on a treadmill and and take away the ho hos. Yeah. But I'm like, man, and then and then you see the kids and you're like, man, the example we're setting here. That's well, that's the issue right there. It's a, it's just handed down. And it's, it's, you're, you're hurting your family. Yeah. Well, I, uh, you know, in that, that, you know, I was, I was about a year ago, I was playing bass. I just turned 40. I just turned 41. Actually, I turned 40 a year ago. Happy birthday. Thanks. Um, a little late, but it's okay. I think no, I, I wished you happy birthday. You surely birthday. actually Bailey did first, but anyway, well, she's um, a better human than I am. Yeah. No, but I was playing basketball with my oldest and my, my second child was videoing me and I saw this round thing that like, where did that come from? It's a, and that was a wake up call for me. And I was like, wow, I, I want to be able to play with my kids in yeah. 10, 15, 20 years. And Logan lost you, a bunch of weight. You got, you got thick for a second, yeah. just a little bit. And then yeah. you, you dropped it real quick. Pitchers, pitchers are my wake up call. Yeah. I, no, saw, yeah. I saw a picture of my shirt off. My tits were resting on almost not really, but <laughs> my tits were there. You've, you've never been heavy, bud, but like you just, uh, you, in like two months, I dropped 19 pounds. You you did. You lost oh, a ton of weight it. real quick. But that's just it. Like, yeah, if you can't put the, the tray and it hits the belly, oh, that I should felt, be a I huge bad. I felt, I felt bad for her, you know? Maybe it's the airline's fault. Maybe they should just make it more room. Well, I mean, they so, have been, so I, so I always, when I fly, I always fly. Um, first class. Well, sometimes or like the very, <laughs> the very first row or an exit row. Okay. Right. Just cause I already don't like flying. If I can spend an extra 20, 30 bucks or, wh- or whatever it is, I don't even know mm-hmm. to be a little more comfortable, stretch out a little bit. I'm mm-hmm. going to do it. So for the very first time, just with like in the last year, I can't remember where I was flying. They have to come do the presentation. Like if you're sitting in an exit row, you know, to make sure you have to co-sign that you'll help people, help people out, whatever. Yeah. They called it the exit and oversized row. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. I didn't yep. know that. Yeah. can't remember who I was flying with, but they said that and I kind of snapped and I was like, huh. I, I, I watched her put her seatbelt on and I felt so bad. <laughs> so, so she stretched it across and it wouldn't connect and she was sitting there struggling with it. Did she get the extension? She didn't get the extension. There's an extension? There oh, is I had extension. no idea. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I sat there and I was watching her struggle and like, in, 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 in my fat, in my fat journey as well, like I've bent over, put my shoes on and I've, I've gotten lightheaded, you know, and <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I've been like there. I, I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not, this is the, this is the pot calling the kettle black right now. Right. But she wedged the belt. She lifted a, a oh, no. she lifted a, a, a haunch <laughs> oh, and no. wedged it in a fold oh. and then pulled tight and let it tuck in and then connect it. And I'm like, oh my God, I was just disgusted one. And then I felt so bad. Yeah. Anyway, I gotta stop, I gotta stop shaming this poor girl. I, no, I, I, you know, I sound I sound like a, a we, dick we hope here. The best for it. Hopefully, <laughs> it they sad. figure it out. You know, it's not a matter of we, we, shaming. It's just an observation you made. A very the the only reason I get so passionate about this is is I see what happens with like uh, with foot and ankle surgery with these sure, people. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, the the feet can't handle it. one the weight, and then uh, di- diabetes really really wrecks a lot of your body. The feet are the first to go though. There's a lot of conditions that we treat mm-hmm. there. So I see these people on the operating room table and I, I, I see the, the, what they have to go through. Mm-hmm. And when I see that kind of behavior being transferred onto kids, I'm like, man, you're, yeah. you're really setting your family up for disaster. I mean, these, yeah. you're, you're, you're going to, you're going to pay my mortgage payment. Yeah. You know, especially if I see them on the Des Moines flight back, I'm like, gotcha. <laughs> oh my goodness. Gotcha. Wow. 
Yeah. Well, it's just un- no, it's unfortunate. And I, I think, you know, that's, <laughs> we kind of live in a world. I, I will, I will, I will do a shout out to you though. Uh, I maybe, maybe it's your wife, but you guys eat pretty, pretty clean down there. Yeah. No, my, well, that's definitely my wife. She's, yeah. she's, uh, um, she's, I don't want to call her health nut. She's just been very consistent in her diet and I'm the, I'm, I'm getting better, but out of my, of six of us, I'm probably the least consistent. Well, there's a reason I, she's had four children and she looks <laughs> Like she Fanta- said, yeah, it looks fantastic. She, you know, she, you know. She, I know, right? I don't mean to like. I'm not trying to. She was no, I'm saying. I'm not offended. No, absolutely. Your, your, she's your wife was amazing. Deadlifting one week before she had one of her kids. I know, right? Yeah. Austin thought that was crazy. I was she's, like, I was, she's like, I'm on the way to the gym to deadlift, what? and I'm like, what the f- what? You're you're like, you're ready to pop, and she's like, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's healthy, but it is healthy. Like and I'm Stephanie, like, good for you to to take that action. The yeah. reason reason why Stephanie looks the way she's looking, and don't get me wrong, she has her fair share of challenges, you know, physically too. I mean, having four kids yeah. has a toll on its on the body. But you know, she she worked out. I think every child she worked out all the way up till birth, um, and you know, she, they they you know she um, uh, ate healthy the whole time, but she also recovered quicker. So when she had a baby, she recovered quicker. And I think she, you know, you talk about um, that those moments where you know you and I feel like, gosh. We saw a picture of herself. Yeah. She, she never wanted to, um, she, she, she saw other examples of how, and this is, I mean, everybody's going to live their own life. Right. So this isn't judging anybody, but no, she saw 100%. other moms that, that, you know, they, there, there are some that just, they just let themselves go. And that's, Hey, that's your choice. That's not a negative thing. It's Ex- just, especially she, with a, with a child, man, we, none of us can, none of us can truly uh, appreciate the oh, challenges. It's not of easy. Cre- creating a, a, yeah, we dude. should probably turn the channel because we're gonna get so many listens. This guy, I know. Why I know. are you idiots talking no, about just, childbirth? <clears throat> but no, my, to praise my wife. I mean, absolutely. That's yeah. that was her decision. And and you also talk about you know again nothing negative towards that mom. But my wife has made a decision. We have both made decisions that we're trying to you know pass on to our children. Um, yeah. Whether it's you know uh, from a physical standpoint, from a, a you know a, a kindness standpoint, we try to make sure that they, they treat people in the right way, you know, and then there's, you know, financially, I mean, my, my daughters uh, all know about, you know, mutual funds on all of them. I mean, Brooklyn and, and right. certain teach eight Brooklyn right. certainly does. Brooklyn's got, you know, but also Brooklyn's a little entrepreneur. She started her own dog cleaning poop business and yeah. she's wanting to start a shoe business. Am I paid up in that, by the way? You're, I think you're good. Okay. You're one of her best customers. <laughs> Thanks, man. So I, I would like to get on that list. I, I got a great business. See, that business that I've used for the past couple of years. Yeah. So it started out by a kid who was like 13 or whatever, saving up to buy his first vehicle. Can someone put this into context of what we're talking about? <laughs> oh, this, sorry. It's a service that picks up your dog's poop. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Someone shows up yeah. with a bucket and a yep. trash bag. So picks up all your dogs. And also, my, dog this is my 12-year-old, now 13-year-old daughter, right. decided to do this as a business. Pooper, right. pooper scooper Anyways, biz. Yeah. So they first started, and the kid was a young elementary kid, and was he uh his parents helped him start it, and he was going to save up until he hit 15 and buy his first vehicle. Okay. And I saw it on, like, the Altoona page or something. I can't remember a couple of years ago. And I was like, dude, that's really cool. You know what? I'll pay a few bucks a week or whatever. Right. Cool. They keep raising prices on me. Oh, yeah. They have, like, quadruple. I just got I just got an email uh, two days ago. That's going to be, like, 65 bucks a week or something like Or a month. I, it's a month. Sorry. 65 bucks a month. Started out as... I think it was $7 and 50 cents a week, which I was like, that's too cheap. Um, then it jumped to like 10 then like 15 and they're right there. Yeah. It might be more than that now. Wow. I can't remember. 
Now they got different trucks and, you know. Yeah, it's, it's clearly it's turned into like a full-blown business and not trying wow. to help this little kid out, which is cool. I'm cool with it. But uh-huh. the only reason I did is I was just trying to help this little kid out. I'll pick up my own dog shit. Yeah. You got two big dogs. Two big dogs, a lot of poop. You know, the, the one that really sign up for, no matter who you are, is that that, that spring thaw. Oh, yeah. When thousand all, percent. When thousand all, that's where it started. Yeah, when all, when all the poops go from top of snow to to top of grass. Yeah. I mean, you got, what, three three months of, of poops? Yeah. And my dogs are not are not little little dogs. Well, well, that's how it one started. One of those things is a wolf for brooklyn was i was like hey uh i'll give you 20 bucks to go out and do my backyard yeah and i said to her i said i bet you there's a lot of people that would pay 20 bucks oh yeah and so she's like really and i'm like yeah i said you know she goes what if i wouldn't ask them i said go for it so she got her little rubber boots we went and bought her some rubber boots and and a bucket and but you know i i i think you know going back to what we were talking about not to change off the dog poop because i know most people are really interested in hearing about <laughs> dog poops yeah picking up yeah. dog poops yeah um you know but my kids i mean that's what steph and i've tried to do is is teach them you know ways of brooklyn of entrepreneurship and 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 you know brooklyn pays for i, I always brag on brooklyn she's my oldest but paying for your own things that's just stuff i think that you know we talk about society and surviving in in the ice age yeah Kids today don't have to do anything for themselves. Yeah. So a lot of automation and there's a lot of, right. There's a lot of instant gratification type things. Right. Like everybody expects everything now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think work ethic is, is crazy. I mean, there's it, literally people that they think that the electricity just comes from flipping on a light switch yeah. and it just shows up. They don't even have no idea how this stuff goes. It's like, got to research. I got, I got a lot of shit for it growing up and still this day, I kind of, for being a skateboarder, no, I or la- meats in the supermarket. That's where it comes from. The supermarket. Yeah. Sorry, I uh, I lack in a lot of areas because of this. But I didn't have internet until I turned twenty six. So, wow! And uh, so like a, that state. might be worse than the forty year old virgin movie. I yeah. should make a move. The twenty six year old no internet. I yeah. think you intentionally did it. Okay, uh, go ahead. Your parents had internet. No bullshit. No, really, really. We we so internet stops. At the road right oh. from my parents' house and starts back up at Powers. There's two houses there that never had internet. So what did you guys do? I went outside. I was like, yeah, I, right. I rode dirt bikes. I fished and fuck, just did shit, dude. I mean, probably got me in a little trouble every once in a while. But yeah, yeah but the internet I, gets you in a little trouble too. Uh, right? that's, that's true. It's a naughty, naughty place. No, that's you're, I'd rather you be outside getting in trouble than on the internet. Getting I never in had a tablet, nothing. I didn't have a computer. I, didn't, I never did the, I never got in on the AOL what year? or whatever. Internet's full of stepbrothers and stepsisters and all sorts of bad yeah. stuff. When you were 26, what year was it in the world? Five years ago. Okay, so. 2018. 2018. Yep. You didn't have internet in 2018. Yep. That's intentional. Think about that. You intentionally did that so you could say that on a podcast someday. <laughs> someday I just knew, hey, you know what? Hey, someday man. I'm going to have a podcast. But then, I didn't use internet until 2018. <laughs> but then again, I thought you lived in a trailer not that long ago. <laughs> Do you remember that? After you sold your house, yeah, you I was, was like, oh, you actually camper. have a house? Yeah. I thought you were living in a camper. Wild, with your, huh? Remember that? Yeah. You're like, dude, I got a house. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, I thought nice you were living house. in that camper. Yeah, nice little house over there. It's a very nice house. Nothing special. Oh, nice Very nice. Logan house. is one of my favorite people in the whole world. <laughs> Just so everybody knows. He's interesting. Dude, I love Logan. Strange can, dude. Can man. I tell a story about when your wife scared the shit out of me? Oh, please. So uh, your your wife had Tenley, 
right? Mm -hmm. And I walked out, like I got home from work, whatever. I had to grab something out of my shed. Mm -hmm. I walked out the back door and I I think, you know, she just birthed a kid like four or five (laughs) days before. Yep. And I'm like walking to my shed and I hear, hi, Austin. I look over and your wife's in a bikini. And I'm like, the (laughs) fuck? Like, I'm like, like, I had a second. And I was like, I walked back inside the house and I just stood there for like three minutes. And I'm like, this doesn't add up. (laughs) So I called. She would have just had Cameron. Yeah. Oh, Cameron. Sorry. I called Bailey and I was like, uh, Steph Ruddy's outside in a bikini. And she's like, <laughs> what? And I was like, dude, she, she like the baby's outside of her. And it was inside of her <laughs> last week, 72 hours ago. I think it was like a month. Oh, you, was it? I think you felt like it was three days, but I'm it not was, around a lot. But <laughs> I was like, this chick is a superhero. She just, she bounces back like a rubber band. She man. is pretty awesome. <laughs> no, she, and she lives with me, which makes her even more awesome. Cause I'm not easy to deal with. You're, you're not, you're an interesting dude. Yeah. We have interesting people on this show and that's why you're here. <laughs> she's, she's always been so nice to me. You have a great fan. You, you, your yeah. kids are nice. You're nice. Your wife is nice. You're very outgoing people. There's been a couple of times where you've been so nice to me, especially when I first met you, I thought you were creepy. I was like, God, there's no way they're this nice. <laughs> You know what I mean? Right. Like you guys, you were all waving to me. Your kids are like running into my garage and like they, they, yeah. You just accepted me as a family member, like instantly. And I'm like, dude, I think me and Brooklyn are best friends. Yeah. yeah you got, she you, loves you guys Logan. are, yeah, you guys did. are, we ball, we well, ball play up basketball with her. Yeah. We ball up also. Your, your family is so accepting and nice. I had to set boundaries with your kids. <laughs> you, you, like you, you just really are great people. I remember like, um, your kids would come down, you know, and I'd be like mm-hmm. working in the garage yeah. and I'd like go inside or whatever. You know, had to go to the bathroom or whatever. And they try to like follow me. And I was like, kids, you can't come in the house. <laughs> and they're, they didn't understand. Obviously your kids don't understand why they can't. And I'm like, listen, I'm a, I'm a bad optics. I'm a, I'm a 29 year old male in a, in a subdivision. <laughs> the, the border, the, the boundary line is my threshold of my door. Yeah. Yeah. The garage is, is fair game. Yeah. You guys can't. Door's gotta be open. Yeah, you, you garage guys, doors yeah, has to be You open. little girls can't be coming in my house. <laughs> yeah, that ain't cool, you know? And, um, but they're just, they were just, they were just so enamored by me. Cause I was like, I don't know, just an outgoing guy. I'm sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. But, uh, it was so funny. Like I was like, I, I told, I've told the story a hundred times to all my friends, but I'm like, they're literally so nice that I had to set boundaries. <laughs> like, it, it, I mean, that as a compliment, yeah. you guys are really just really great, kind people. Well, I think that's, you know, I, I'll tr- attribute that to, to few people. One, I'll attribute it to my, my mom and my dad, but then my in-laws too. I mean, we, Stephanie's family and my family just, I, my mom, my mom, you know, growing up, uh, she, she was always, the door was open. Yeah. Like whatever you need. I mean, I would come home from school and I played all sports. So some of my friends, they weren't always in the same sports. So I get home from basketball practice and some of my friends weren't in basketball. They'd be sitting at my kitchen table eating dinner. It's hilarious. And my mom was always just the doors open. Like you, you know, where's, here's the blankets, here's the fridge. We'll get more food, you know? And that's how I've always kind of lived my life. And, and I'm like, I want I, I, I remember growing up, in these houses, you go to these houses, like you couldn't touch anything. It was like yeah. a freaking museum. Yeah. And they made you feel awkward. And I'm like, I hate that. And, uh, and so I was just always along the lines, like, look, I, I'd always want people to come in, feel comfortable. And I think you're the same way. And I, I think I, I try, I get a little, I get a little weird. Uh, so, sometimes like, um, like I remember when I first started dating Bailey and her, her awesome dog came over here and her dog was on the couch. Cause her, her dog rose, it, it was never, she, sorry, she's going to kill me for saying that her dog, her, uh, Rose was never trained not to be on a couch. And I got like white couches, you know, I'm right. like, eh, your dog in my cat. And I've gotten over that. So I do get a little pretentious sure. and, and clean freak on, on some stuff. Mm-hmm. I've gotten better. Yeah. Um, my parents' house is somewhat like that. Like you mentioned. The museum. Like, 
they just have a lot of antiques. Well, that makes more sense. Irreplaceable things, things yeah. that if you broke, they couldn't find again. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. I, obviously, we've thrown we've yeah. thrown parties here that <laughs> there's nothing here. I mean, this place is bulletproof by now. But yeah, um, we replaced some glass. That's we've replaced some some yeah wolf kill <laughs> right there that table <laughs> that table yeah good, <laughs> good thing that Logan can cut a cut a circle of glass. Yep. So no, but I would say like you with my kids and my wife and I like we legitimately are interested in people. I don't know. That's just me. I'm like, I want to know. You, I want to learn from you. You've gotten in my brain in ways that I, I don't <laughs> know. Um, you, you mentioned to me one time that you don't like it when people pull into the neighborhood and pull directly into the garage and they shut the door before they even get out of the car. It's just weird. The garage me. door. Um, I've come home from work stressed out to the gills, mm-hmm. just like couldn't calm down. I'm just mad at the world. And I've done that. And when I, every time I do it, I go, God damn it. JC is just going to be seeing me and just <laughs> going to make him upset down there. We sometimes I have to get inside the house and not talk to anybody. I'm not talking about sometimes I'm talking about those that do it all oh, the time. Yeah. I'm like, wow, you can't even just flip a, Hey, throw a hi. How are you? And then, yeah. then shut the door. I mean, there's people that roll in the car ain't even shut off. Oh yeah. And the door's going down. Door's, yeah. Like to me, it's like, why even live around people? Yeah, you need to be on the acres. It just doesn't make, you know, and you'll see like us in the summer, like we're outside. My whole house is open. We we just were that way. It's fun. It's fun to see you guys frolicking and and everybody having yeah. fun. And I just we I told Brooklyn, you know, and she's getting to that age. It's funny, you know. We talk about teenagers. She, I've always told her, you have to treat people special. But she's navigating through a world now, as a seventh grader, where she's learning that not everybody has that mindset. And she's learning also that she has to stick up for herself. Yeah. And so I'm like, look, what I meant by treating people special does not mean let people walk over you if oh. they and disrespect you. I said, look, I, res- I respect people. I respect those that respect me, right? I respect those that respect my family. I'm going to do everything for you. But the moment you don't respect me for no reason that, you know, unless I did something to offend you, which is. I try not to, if I offend you, it's not on purpose. Trust me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I'm telling her that like, look, just when somebody treats you like trash, you do not have to kiss their ass. I mean, I definitely would. You need to push back a little bit. I'm not saying I'll start beating, starting wars and fights and stuff. Right. I'm but, so good at flipping the switch. Oh yeah. What switch are we talking here? Like if I think someone's a scumbag or doesn't mm-hmm. disrespect. Oh, you really? Anything, just. Oh, they're gone. I don't deal with them. I mean, I'm not saying I won't say, how are you? I won't be cordial, no, I won't. but we are I not won't. spending t- time together anymore. Uh, it's just, uh, that's, uh, a, and I think I've learned that over the years that the reality is people have issues with this. They have a hard time, especially family members and people that they, they perceive as friends, cutting them out of their life. Yeah. Those people slowly start, they're like a cancer. Yep. They slowly start creeping in and you just got to go, look, boom. I mean, I have really close family members that I have no connection with anymore. Wow. Not that I don't, you know, you know, there's, I always said there's a difference between family and relatives yeah, and yeah. friends and acquaintances yeah, and valid, you know? So I, I think it's just a matter of sifting through, but so many people, they, they don't, they're not aware that these people that they're holding on to are affecting them in, in every, in the, the, the wrong places. It trickles into everything else you do. It's kind of like, why do I need a specialist for this? Why do I need, well, cause you need to focus on the right things. Why are you letting this negative crap creep into your life? It creeps into your marriage, creeps into your work, creeps into your health, creeps into your your mental state. And now you're a depressed loser that has to put the seatbelt under your belly and you can't, you know what I mean? Unfortunately, that's the truth. That's not 
a negative on that woman, but no, you, we don't right. know what her background is. You don't know what she's dealing with. You don't know you, what, you know what, what I mean? kind of baggage she has. What do you think them sisters it, are dealing with? Well, that too. Oh, I want to get into that. But think about this real quick. Let me just finish this up. I want to. Yeah. This I, Think about where I come from. Put my a, goal. Put a pin in that, Logan. My goal. I grew up a redheaded, freckle-faced kid. I was picked on all the time as a kid. The freckles kind of went away, though. They, they, they do. And so they're the red hair for the most part. Yeah, you but, got kind of blonde But now. my point is, with these people, we don't know what they're dealing with. And this is why I was told Brooklyn to treat people special. And I always said, if you see somebody that's not being treated special, you treat them special. Hell yeah. And I said, look, because we don't know what's going on. There was a guy this weekend, Brooklyn, he's a tall guy who's at play basketball. He grabs Brooklyn aside. He goes, do you go to Southeast Polk? Say I'm in seventh grade. She goes, I have a son in eighth grade. And he's taller. He's awkward. And he said, uh, people are picking on him. Call him a weirdo and all this stuff. And he goes, it'd be great if you, he was talking Brooklyn. You know how Brooklyn is. She's oh, yeah. very outspoken. She's, uh, you well, know, she's got the brain of like a 20 year old. Right. She talks, she's, she talks to you like she's an adult. It, right. It freaked me <laughs> yeah. out when I first met her. <laughs> like, I mean, in a complimentary sense. No, yeah. You just, most kids her age do not look you in the eye and just have a conversation with you. Yeah. And so he asked her, he said, could you just say hello to him? And, 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 and she was absolutely, and I, and my mother-in-law heard the story and she came and told me this. I was in the room. I go, absolutely. I'm glad he said something yep. because that's why we do that. So anyways, the, one of those kids going through, that was what we were going down the road. Yeah. Um, but I just, that's why I say like, we've always tried to, to be that way. Um, because we, I feel like we can make a difference in people's lives by being outgoing. Nice. How are you? Just, you know, I try to smile. You funny. If you just smile at somebody that's not smiling, it's very hard for them not to smile back. Oh, it's tough. Yeah. So you can crack. Them. Yeah. You can crack. Yeah. Them. Anyways, I, uh, there's been a, a saying Dylan got, got near. Did I say that right. Got a near. You say it with like a hitch. In I it. can't, I, I'm sorry. Got near. Sorry, Dylan. Got near. Got a near. Got near. Got a near. It's like buccaneer. Got yeah. a near. All right. Anyway, sorry for messing up your last name. Dylan. But <clears throat> it's a great name. He, he was on our podcast, uh, last week and he said something, um, that's been living in my head rent free. And it says, he said that you're the sum of the five people that you spend the most time around. Did I, did I say, say that? Absolutely. Right? Yep. You become who you hang around the most, yep. man. It's what we grew up and, with. You are who your friends are. Yeah. No, it, it just, it's been living in my head, yeah. you know? And I'm like, wow, it's so true. Mm-hmm. That's so true. Well, they say that too, when it comes to they, that's you're the sum. They also say that when it comes to like income. You know, they yeah. say you add the, you take the five people you spend around most and you add the, the average, of the income, yeah. that's where you're at. And, I, and, and, and so I'm not, that doesn't, doesn't necessarily relate to just family, but I, I would say family does affect that too. But um, no, you are in all aspects, you know what I mean? And that's what you've learned and what I've learned. I'm sure Austin, you the same way. Like, look, the moment you disrespect me, it, I don't mean intent un- unintentionally. There's sometimes people do things, people are going through stuff, you know, like you shut the garage door. Like I wouldn't be offended. I'm like, oh, yeah. Austin's probably had a bad day. There's been times where you're like, hey, bud, I just I gotta go inside. I'm not yeah. feeling it. Like, no big deal, no problem. But those that are intentionally disrespectful, they're intentionally yeah. um just rude. You know what I mean? Okay, bud, I gotta get you out. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's that's bad, bad juju right there. Yeah. It's 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 good. It's like a cancer it sneaks in. You don't even know it. I'm happy you're imparting those those values into your kids. Oh. Like you, you can see it. You can, you can see it. It's, 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 it's deep, but you can see it surface level. And well, I love, I love what you said about, about smiling and, and, and being kind to people. I, I do it. People get mad at me, like at the grocery store, okay. all the full on conversation with that person. I'm the same way. You can't, you can't tell me not to. I, I, I can't, I can't not talk to them. Right. Hey, how's your day going? They're like, fine. I'm like, 
having fun having, having good, and, they're, and they're like they're looking at me like yeah i fucking hate my life well, i I'm i a, do it all I'm, the time i'm a cashier a dollar general right now do i look like i'm having fun well then i give a compliment yeah you're, you're really good at what you do yeah i really like those glasses you're wearing right yeah. now I, I i guarantee you made their day doing that. the weather's nice outside isn't it yeah <laughs> i mean you can't you can't crack them all but gosh i try to get him to smile i try to get i try to get every every person around me to smile you know I, I got a few things we can go on that all night long, but I would say, you know, when you say my kids, you know, my philosophy on this is, you know, with the world we live in and the crap that we see on a daily basis, yeah, everybody's trying to fix everybody. Okay. I would say, look, I, I told Steph and we've talked about this, fix your own home first. I think if I can build, if I can, if I can raise good human beings, which I think is the most important thing is raising good human beings. Um, if I can raise four little girls to be a light in somebody's light, like I, we want to be now, don't get me wrong. JC Ray screws up all the time. I have my moments of shutting the garage door, being frustrated, saying things. I did this a couple of weeks ago. I, I, I offended somebody. I didn't even know I meant to, I called her the next day and I said, I was frustrated with a lot of things I was going on. I called him up. I said, I am so sorry. I did not know that I spoke to you in the way that, you know, um, so I'm always quick to do that because the last thing I want people to think is my intention is it was never my intention. We're all going to screw up. We're all sinners. We're all going to make mistakes. We have to, to to fix that. But if you can, you know, this is the thing I want to tell people, work on your own home, work, clean up your, you know, it's even in the Bible talks about that. It talks about, you know, pull the plank out of your eyes before you try this, pull the specks out of other people. Basically quit judging other people, judge yourself, fix you, become a better you, and then the world become a better place. We just have so many people because of social media that have people have internet, right? <laughs> there are too, too many of them. There are too much people in other people's crap that they're not even focused on their own thing. But, um, but yeah, like I just, I look at what you said, those people imagine what that compliment did for them that day. I've done that so much. And I tell you what, everywhere I go, I use Casey's down the road here. Those yeah. ladies, every one of them know me by, well, they know me by my name, John. My name's actually Jason, but they call me John because I never correct them. Right. But I, I every morning, how are you guys doing? All good. You know, hey, John, how are you? I'm yeah. pumped up, fired up. How about you? Oh, John, you know, they know my kids' name. They know where we're going. They know who I am. It's great. I know their families. I know what's going on. How can we don't do that as a society and get involved in other people's lives and pulling people up? So we've talked about this a lot. Oh, great. And me and my girlfriend. <clears throat> you have a girlfriend? I mean, Gosh, you we haven't talked on, for a while. You met her on 4th of July. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was such a crazy day. Anyways. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, everybody's excuse. That's a valid, <laughs> validly bad day to meet somebody. <laughs> yeah. Especially in our neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Um, a lot of distractions, including some inebriants. Yes. <laughs> so I always preach that I think the, the best way and possibly the only way to bring this country back to a... Um, how do I want to say it? A good, solid foundation of caring, kind humans that truly want to see other people succeed and we all lift each other up mm -hmm. is to get back to a strong community, a sense mm -hmm. of community. Sure. Absolutely. And it obviously has to sm start on smaller scales. Mm -hmm. Like you go to like a very, very small, small town in Southwest Iowa. Yep. Autumn and Iowa, God's country. Yep. You have a sense of community probably still there. I'll tell you what, I was at a basketball game in Omaha today mm -hmm. in council bluffs. I ran into a dad who was a, a dad. I ran into a girl. I graduated, graduated a year ahead of me. 
Her dad was there. We, we, I mean, he, they, she gave me a big hug. He came over again. We took pictures. I sent it. There was like five or six, there's five, four or five, five or six families that were from my, absolutely. Yeah. That's what we got to get back to. Yep. Is uh-huh. everybody's to, you know, they're looking out for everybody, not judging everybody. They're looking out. It's yeah. You can't, the, the, there's too many people in this world. The world is too big. It's too hard to look out for every single person in this right. world. I think you have to start with first your your family, mm-hmm. second your circle, mm-hmm. yep, and then third and finally, at this point in life, your small network of community. Yep, and if everybody did that, I think why don't people do that? Place. Dude, why everyone's why? too self centered, man? Yeah, way. Well, where does that come from? Internet, <laughs> social I'm, media. I'm guilty right. of it. Yeah, thousand percent. But you're one of the most caring people I've met too. You, you, I'm you, also a dick. You're a dick in a nice way. <laughs> you're a dick in a nice way. I don't uh, meet I don't too many people thinks. that do not like you. I appreciate that. No, uh, I, <laughs> there's some people that don't like us. Really? Well, I got haters. Well, I probably, mean, but they're everybody's gonna have haters. There's people hate me because yeah. they, you know, they'll they hate me because they ate me. Now I don't believe that. When I but. first met you, Austin, I was on the fence. Really? Yeah. God. Well, Dang no, it. But <laughs> From humble beginnings, a friendship is born. No, 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 no. Just because, I mean, you are a... Um, Polarizing figure? Not even he that. demands the room. Not even that. Demands the room. Very, very this podcast. Much. I'm going to bed. <laughs> very, you're very uh, eccentric, over the yep. top, yep. Um, aggressive, very kind. I can't help it. Very kind person. I can't help it. But when well, I walk... That's how your family is, too. When I walk in the room, little quiet like overwhelmed logan Shit. it's a lot to bring in but then i i mean it took you know two days to learn your personality i was like oh but at first i was like holy shit <laughs> so, but that's funny to, well it's, you know it's, I mean? it's funny to hear it's just funny to like hear from a different perspective yeah you know i yeah. remember the first time i met austin you I'm, guys I'm, probably I, hit it right off well we did <laughs> but i stopped him and, but Sarah, I had, I had all these, I removed this neighborhood. I hear this guy's like a DJ. I'm like, what kind of DJ lives here? Okay. Yeah, there we go. I had this whole thing. But anyway, this, this dude jumps on his little mini 50 dirt bike, yeah, like so. miniature dirt bike rolls past my house. I'm like, I gotta meet that guy. He rolls back. I grabbed you. I said, Hey, I have to meet you. What's your name? Right. And we just like that. Right. I was on my way home from Logan's house. Yeah. You're rolling over to Logan's at the time. Yeah. That's a 1994, uh, Suzuki JR 50. Oh, you rode it under through the tunnel. Yeah. Through the tunnel. Yeah. I was taking it on the bike trail. Yeah. Hammered. Oh, were you hammered? I don't know if I was hammered. I was over at Logan's house. I mean, I'm sure there was, there was drinks. Full bar. It was drinks. So I mean, they had a great bar. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, that's so funny. That was the first the first dirt bike I ever I learned I learned how to ride that before I uh, learned how to ride a bicycle. Uh, and Jason, Jason, my brother Jason, yep. bought, bought that for me. Has Jason been on the cat the podcast? No, he hasn't. He's such a oh, that's gonna be a bastard. special two 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 episodes for him. He was invited on this one. He gets invited to most, and uh, he's been invited on like five or six. He's reclusive. So I, I think was... he's scared. Oh my gosh, he's got so much. He's like oh. Mr. Miyagi. He's got so much to teach. He's such an animal. Or like the movie Bloodsport. He got so much to teach. He's one of a kind. Jason is one of a kind. And I, as much as much as it uh almost scares me, we are a lot of like we are a lot alike. Yes, you are. Yeah. 
In a good way. And, and you know, obviously be, having an older brother like that, he was 15 years my senior growing up. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I've emulated him in a lot of ways, yeah. uh, whether I wanted to or, or, you know, just naturally was drawn to some of his behavior patterns. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I'll do something or he'll do something. And I'm like, ooh, like it, it's, it's creepy how close we are sometimes yeah. in personality dude from an outside perspective to see you two interact together it's weird right it dude it's <laughs> yeah and, and i i don't mean to you know like it's just like it's like natural like i'm oh, yeah. neither one of us is trying to put on but it, it, it messes with me sometimes i'll look over like he'll laugh or he'll make like um he'll make a, a man uh, he'll just do something like he'll move his hands a certain way and and yeah. i'm like your mannerisms are mannerisms very, yeah very it's very weird anyway yeah. start but again. you know no, i know i i love the you talked about jason and you but I, I also look at your mom and your dad. And I remember first time I met Randall, when she was been on the podcast. And I'm like, this guy's big guy. Big guy. Big boy. You know, oh, just yeah. Randall, right? Doc. Doc, you know, comes over. It, but he is one of the kindest people I've ever met in my life. You would never, like, you look at the guy, he's kind of intimidating, in my opinion. And there's little Deb. It's a weird one. I think not mom, intimidating. I think mom is the sweetest person I've ever met. Yeah, yeah but I'm pretty sure Deb's like, you know, there might be one, maybe notch. I can put, but she's there. And then- those people uh, created these other people. <laughs> it's just awesome. You guys are amazing. It, it's an interesting, it's an interesting dynamic. I'll put it that way. But Jason's just as much of a, a selfless person I've ever met too. He's like, he's a giver too. you know, whatever you need. At least, I mean, for me anyway. He's easily misunderstood. Oh yeah. If you look at him at surface level, you think he's just a hooligan. Yeah. But well, man, you ask him to do something and he'll, he'll do it. That's just, but see, that's the problem in the world. People do not take a time to understand other people. Yeah. They, they judge so quickly. Yeah. Some of my best friends to this day, I was in their weddings. Um, I hated them and they hated me to start. Really? Until we realize. Sounds like Logan with me over there. <laughs> well, no, seriously. I think, and, and then you start going, well, wait a minute. And then you take the time to get to know them. You're like, Holy crap, we have so much in, in, in common. Yeah. But Jason's one of those people, like, if, if you're outside watching Jason, you didn't know he is. You're like, who the heck's this guy think he is? <laughs> He's an animal. You know what I mean? <laughs> who the heck is this guy? You know, he because he, he kind of demands room. He's kind of, you know, but I, 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 he's one of my all time. Some rules don't apply to him. No. I mean that exactly the way I said it. Yeah. Some rules literally just don't apply to him. <laughs> it's crazy. Right. Someday they might, but I don't, I don't know. It just, he just doesn't, doesn't care. I, you know, I don't envy people, to, but I, I do, I do like, you know, Jason and when we're, he'll tell his own story, but I, when he gets on here eventually, I mean, someday the guy lives the life the way he wants to live it. He, he does. And it's not, you know, unhealthy. I'm not, but I mean, he's, he, I, I, I do appreciate that about Jason. He's comfortable with who he is. Yeah. And that's, I think, you know, we talk about most people, why they don't do that. I think most people aren't fully comfortable with who they are. And so which blows me away because I'm just so cool. Just being me. You are just, yeah. It takes time. I think for everybody, it took me a while. Yeah. Really? I mean, like um, it it took me a while within my, within my business to let, let the, my coworkers um, in, into my life. Mm -hmm. Business is a little bit different though. It's understandable to be a little hidden. Business. In my personal life, I think everybody would agree that I'm, I'm don't give a fuck and I'm, I'm uniquely me. Yeah. But so I, I noticed when I was new at my job, I, I put on a little show. Well, yeah. I mean, there's, uh, yeah, I guess I don't know. I mean, there's professionalism. Yeah. yeah so, so maybe I mean, that's it. Maybe, yeah. maybe I think I'll, you're always a pro though. I mean, I'm I was just trying to be professional. I'm not going to walk in a room and start dropping F bombs like you do. I, I mean, gotten, that's, is that a show? It's gotten worse with time. 
What I, do you mean? I say some stuff at work where I'm like, man, I've really got to reel it in. Dude, I don't. I show up in my Crocs on every single job site and just. You are this, who you are. This is me, well, boys. Take it or leave it. I think people appreciate it, that too. I mean, especially experts. Like it, just because you're wearing Crocs is me. don't know what you're doing. Right. And I'm in a lot different field than you boys are. But yeah, I think there's that sense of authenticity that comes with. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think I, I haven't heard you. I doubt you're over the top. Maybe it's some, but around some people, but some of my jokes are just a little too far. Well, but that's, no. that's Austin a little bit. I don't believe that. But you are very authentic. And I think, you know, uh, but I think, and I would say this, we talked, started about with my business earlier. I really believe that, you know, uh, what's got me m- more success over the years is that authenticity to that, that honesty, that being who I am and, and, you know, and talk, but because so many people, they're so robotic that they don't want to come out of that and, and share with who they are. And people want to, people want to do business with real people. I agree with I that. I think that's a thousand percent true, you know, but you know, so they, I think a lot of people are just so in their, they're, they don't get that. One thing, one thing we've always done from the start is um, admit to mistakes. Like we just, we take the blame mm-hmm. um, and it's so easy in this world to make excuses. Right. I hate excuses. I'm, I'm sure. Oh, me too. <laughs> I'm sure I make them all the time. Oh, we all do. I mean, I, I'm, 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 I'm very good at making excuses, but I really try not to. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I do make an excuse, it's, it's a justification of, you know, like, like I missed a workout class this morning because I'm a fat fuck. I'll say that. Well, or a lazy fat fuck. I slept in mm-hmm. like that's an excuse, but I, I, I make fun of myself at the same time. In, in, in business, we've always said, like, we, we messed up. We're sorry. But here's how we're getting past it. Right. And I think that was was always kind of our secret sauce. I, I th- Going back to your point, yeah. I, I, I think that the honesty, you know. Absolutely. I mean, and we talk about excuses. I used to say all the time, most excuses are 100% justifiable. Yeah. It's just about, I mean, because you're right. Yeah. I mean, I was, I'm lazy today. But I'm just like, how much of that do you just want to continue um justifying you know yeah. what i mean you're right it's an excuse is a little that, that's a justifiable reason 100%. you know you know you talk about my wife you know steph and i early on in our marriage we said that we wanted to be those that eliminate excuses for others you know like it, it, it seriously just that was we t- had this conversation like we just want to be that couple that tries to eliminate excuses for other people prior like, prior to getting married you had no that? when we were new new in our marriage yeah. you know because we see we, it, it started business really we saw a lot of people that were making excuses that were not just so when i got in business and we had we had meetings and stuff and people would say well jc you don't understand you you're not married like you can't do this cuz you're not married i go okay so then i get married then they say, well, JC, you guys don't understand. You don't have kids. <laughs> oh, okay. So we have a kid, right? Well, JC, you don't understand. You only have one kid, <laughs> right? Yeah. And now we have four. Right. And it was like, well, then JC, you don't understand. I go, okay, great. At what point are you going to stop telling me that I don't get it because of your excuses? Yeah. And people are constantly doing that. Yeah. And because of that freaking excuse, that wall they put in front, they stand in place, they spin in a circle. They look out in the world and everybody else and they go and they, they're miserable. And then they start judging people. Anyways, I'm going on. A, no, yeah, you're like rabbit hole. Good. Yeah. I'm, in, I'm in the middle of a, a book. You're reading? Yep. You know how to oh, read. Oh, you're writing a book. No. When is your book coming out, sir? Uh, <laughs> I read it. So me and my girlfriend are both. You got a publishing deal? Doing it. Yeah. You're right. Girlfriend are doing what? The book. Oh. I'm reading the book. Oh, okay. And it's, it's about. Um, That's cool. It's about the dance of communication. 
Is it an Ooh. Indian art of... Uh, no. No. Akuma. The dance of communication. I'm going to hear this. It's kind Sorry. of a love language type deal. I'll stop talking. Um, a little bit. Okay. It's Because uh, communication is where everything breaks down. Yes. Okay. So, you know, it, it anything from admitting fault to listening and trying to understand perspectives of other people. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, there's so much that goes into it, but I'm, I'm actually learned. I, th- I thought it was stupid. I was going to do it because, you know, she wanted to do it because she thinks it can only enhance our relationship even farther. Sure. Which I thousand percent. Yeah. That's what you want to do, honey. Let's do it. Um, and learn all kinds of things. Uh-huh. All kinds of things. About yourself. About um, people. Well, I mean, yeah, but. What's also, the main thing you've learned? What's one thing you've taken away? Like, man, how did um, I not know this already? No, just like, I'm, cause I'm not, I know people listen to this podcast and they hear me talking all, all the time on the podcast, yeah. you know, but I'm not a big talker. I'm not a big communicator. I've, I'm learning how to be an effective communicator. Sure. And I think it can be beneficial for people. What's how, what's an effective? Now I'm not leading this podcast, but I'm curious. What's an effective communicator? Like what 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 do you think? There's some things where people are really dropping the ball. Maybe in relationships. Let's start there. I think the biggest part of communication isn't actually communicating mm-hmm. as much as it is listening and understanding to be yeah. able to communicate back. You would know that, Austin. In I, business, I, isn't that worst. number one? No, what? I'll send you the book. Relationships for sure. Dude, I've been married 15 years this summer. Yeah. I still haven't mastered that. Mm -hmm. But I think that is the issue is listening. You know, what would you say? Listening to what else? Listening to be able to understand how to communicate back. So seek first to understand. Powerful. Yeah. Our old saying, seek first to understand before you ask to be understood. Yep. Right. Seek first to understand before you ask to be understood. And I'm not the Bible. No, I think that's. Oh, sorry. There's probably something in the Bible that talks like that. Just <laughs> I, not in that word. I, I do. I sounded do, pretty biblical. I do want to say <laughs> say two things about this. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Um, one, I'm not actually reading reading it. I'm, I'm listening to it. Of course, I'm, like, I'm not a good reader. Okay, you're not a nerd. I'm not a good book listener. Who actually reads reader. books? I do. I can't listen to them. I, I yeah. second second <laughs> second of all, it really sucks because she's a British doctor and she has a. British voice. Oh, she narrated her own voice. Uh, makes her, her at least. Oh, yeah. British people are smarter than Americans. I know, but the whole time they're just listening to it, I'm like, yeah. What can was you, your second reason? Those you, are the two points you want to make? Can you give me your all. best Br- oh. British accent? Hello. Hello, Governor. Hello, Governor. Yep, that's all I got. I was going to try more, but. Would you like some more taxation for your tea? <laughs> tax you want to throw my tea? In the har- Socialism in, running rampant over in, in Britain. In, oh, the, right? in the harbor. Um, I, I I'm, I'm horrible at That's accents. That's all I got, dude. We, we were talking about relationships and communication, and we were kind of intertwining family, business, life, all this society in this podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, you talk about in business. Wouldn't you say that's the downfall of most people in businesses? They don't listen and understand the needs and wants of their customers, their clients. It's a powerful statement. I mean, that's what uh, they're just, we talk about specializing, mm-hmm. being the expert. There's so many experts that suck because they don't know how to listen. They don't know how to relate to the person. They are just, and that drives me nuts. It's extremely Like, can I talk? You know, and I'm like, and I sit there, I'll give you an example. My father-in-law and I are working on uh, maybe doing some, some business. We haven't worked out with this other person we know is in the farming game. It better not be a tree farm. 
No, better not be my no. chestnut. Phone. No, it has nothing to do with trees, chestnuts. Okay. It still has to do with hay it's and, and be, cattle and all that. It was supposed to be our but, chestnut farm. Mm-hmm. But we sat there and, and uh, my father said, well, if you go talk to this guy, I hope you got time because you're going to talk your ear off. Well, I was there an hour and 45 minutes and I just sat there and listened. Yeah. And I listened and he talked and he listened and he talked. And as he listened, as I listened and he would talk, what do you think happened? The more he liked me, the more he warmed up to me, the more I got to know about him, the positive side for me too. But it's just people just they don't they don't think like that. I I hope I'm never. Uh, I hope nobody ever calls on me in my old age, like if, like a door to door salesman. Oh goodness! <laughs> you just talked to your three three days later. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be looking for him. I just was lonely and wanted to talk. To in your Bart Bart house. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, it's it, it's I'm. I'm very selfish and I'm working on that. Um, and I'm not the best communicator. You should listen to this book. I should, yeah. I should. And I talk so much. It's hard for other people to talk. So getting me to stop talking, that's a challenge. You know, what's funny. I got a whole new, uh, are we done with this topic? Can I? No. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so talk about selfishness. We can talk about whatever you we want talk to talk about. about. I, I just, I have a lot to say. This isn't CNN. Can brother. I do this next week? Okay. You is, know, you, Tell me this. Is it not therapeutic? It is therapeutic. Doesn't it sound podcasts great? Podcasts are therapeutic. Is this your first podcast? It's my first one. I'm, you're doing I'm, great. I know. Thank yeah. You. You've, you're Appreciate settling it. into the seat. You're, I am. I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm going to take your picture here in right. a second. Yeah. <laughs> you look good, bud. I think about selfishness, though. And I think about the world that says, do not be selfish. And I get that. I get what it's saying. Don't be selfish. Don't think of your, yourself over others. However, I tell people to be selfish. What do I mean? Is it selfish to want more for yourself? Is it selfish for you to want to feel good about yourself, to be healthy, to so many people are so worried. I I don't understand. We talked about helping other people, right? Mm -hmm. Some people are so helping others that they're not helping themselves. Yeah. It's not a bad thing to be selfish. It's bad to think selfishly, but it's not bad to, to want something for yourself. And I think we have a world where, you know, there's the people are consuming. We're all consumers, right? And they want give, take, 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 take. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about you should give more than you take. Giving actually makes you feel better than taking. You know, right? giving makes you feel way better than receiving. It does. No, I love giving gifts and rather than yes. I've actually yes. literally when somebody gives you a compliment versus saying or or gift versus you saying no, you should say thank you, because if you you deny, oh don't no I. You denied that person that that benefit of giving you something. Whoa, it's selfish to say no rather than accepting and giving that person that gratitude. Like, like if some, think about if, how deep yeah, that is. If yeah. someone gives you a compliment, you say thank you. Absolutely, you take it. Absolutely, everybody throws it back. Right, everybody throws it uh-huh. back. Hey, bud, you look like you lost some weight. Oh, so do you. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I you. say? Now we're in a Michael Scott uh, <laughs> double hand standoff, boys. Right. Oh, Both oh. of you guys look great. <laughs> but, but, no, they, I, I, I can't remember who it was. Uh, it, was a, it was a, actually, it was a book I listened to. It was a stinking book I listened to. It's funny how this all connects. Yeah. And he said that. You need to take it. Thank you. I like it. You know what I say a lot? What? I say, I say I really appreciate that. Absolutely. Because I feel like it takes it a step further. I always say that. that's my go-to. Appreciate it's, that. Yeah. It's really nice. Like if someone says gives you a compliment or does something, or you 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 see someone do something good for you, I like to say that. Hey, you know what? I I really appreciate that. It's like those three lines. Mm-hmm. Take it further than just like good job or like 
I try, I'm trying to relay that I, I'm 100%. really thankful for you know what, what you know what I'm big on what and you've been the recipient I don't know if you've ever paid attention you probably never even paid any money I've been the recipient yeah oh. of this like I'll I'll shoot like we'll be in a conversation or something will happen and I'll just text my friend and be like hey I appreciate you yeah I, I don't think you've ever sent that to me thousand percent I have I do it to people uh, all the time thousand percent I have am I the worst texter you've ever met you're not really good at responding yeah you're yeah, not great. Even when like, you have read receipts, we can see that you read it and you respond back. Yeah, I'm really bad at but, it. But I think it goes back to like, here's my excuse. You ready for my excuse? Yeah, what's your excuse. justifiable excuse? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a disease. Okay. It's ADHD. Oh, oh goodness. Un, so now un, we're going down that route. Un, Is ADHD really real? Unmedicated. <laughs> okay. I, no, I think there are real cases, but. I mean, when, when you have a kid in first grade, um, uh, jumping up and down on top of his desk instead of taking them all or the, the, um, t- the well, not first grade. I don't know what I was doing. It would have been an addition, addition of second grade. Maybe. I anyway, I was standing on top of my desk instead of doing the schoolwork yeah. and they were going to hold me back. You needed medication. And they put me on kitty crack two oh. weeks, second in my class. I would like, oh. I would like you to Google this because I don't want to speak out of term. Can you Google something real quick? A hundred percent. What percent, what percent of the U S population is on, um, Adderall or Ridlin or whatever the fuck they call it now. Yeah. Percent of U.S. population. It's a keep talking. You're good. I will say one thing. I want to finish up the appreciation talk. I I like that. I I sidetracked you. I apologize. No, no, no. I I say the same thing. I I appreciate you. I tell friends, hey, I really appreciate you. Yep. And that, that is a better feeling than, hey, thank, I'm, you know, and there's some, some, I think I'm really thankful for your, our friendship. Yep. It's a big fan of that. So. We're on Google now. We're Googling. Well, your guy, you guys can keep talking. This will take yeah, me a just, second. We need, we need a, we need an actual. I'm curious. Is, is it, this seems like to be a very positive podcast? I mean, we're we're hitting some areas that like Jeez. most are. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I didn't. I mean, I've listened to some. They haven't been wow. negative. I'm not so, saying that. Like, so this is um, just to validate this. This is the CDC. Okay. So if if, any, oh. if anything okay. that we know about the CDC, it's right. that we should always listen to them. Yes, correct. That they're always accurate, right? And that they're never biased by uh, an agenda. Correct. Absolutely. Um, so the CDC, uh, once again, very trustworthy. Um, oh in 2016, they said that 6.1 million children aged two to 17 had been diagnosed with ADHD. And what's that percentage to the whole? Ch- how many children in America? Among the children that were uh, the researchers found, two years to 17, um, six out of 10, 62 percent of that. We're taking medication. Okay. Um, which represents one in 20 out of all U.S. children are on ADHD medication. So how do we feel about that? That is fucking bananas. Dude. Okay. Is it fucking is bananas? It bananas because it's real? Or no. is it being, it's just. You're telling me 60% of fucking children have ADHD. No, I'm with you. I was, that's why I was going through. I mean, what bananas. would you say the, the accurate number would be as somebody that had ADHD? I mean, your dad's a child psychiatrist. He is. He, and is a psychiatrist. Yep. Okay. Psych- psychiatrist. And, and not only that is he is, um, I, I know this, that he, he has been extremely, um, he has very high prescribing numbers for certain medications nationally okay. because, because he has a very busy practice. Yeah. Um, and not only that, he's a, he's a consultant and he, he speaks mm-hmm. for a few different medications. Right. So obviously, um, that's my bias growing up in that household. Um, my other bias, which I just have to like say this, I mean, it really saved my ass. They were going to hold me back. 
I think there's a general, I, I think it's yeah. real. I'm, I definitely no, yeah, think I it's real. I, I wasn't, I wasn't coming at you either. I no, just, no. um, but I'm curious, like, do you think is it 60% real? Do you think, do you think your teacher could have taken your behavior? I, I learned don't. from it and changed the way she taught it to get you more engaged and got you, you know, there's, there's a lot of variables, right? There's, there's a lot of variables to that. <laughs> um, maybe, you know, but I think a large percentage you do. Um, I, I, I want to say a few things. So I, 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 I have to ask dad, mom and dad, but they didn't want to put me on it. And this is coming from, um, well, your dad, yeah. well, my father obviously is a prescriber. It was a very large prescriber of, of these medicines. Right. So, um, it's a little wild to think that they didn't want to do it and they didn't do it until I was tested. Right. And I don't know, I don't really remember what that test consists of, but I, I do know that, um, my, my grades were so low that they were going to hold me back an entire year. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the breaking point for my parents where my dad's like, nope, we're going to get him into a psychologist. We're going to do the formal testing and we're going to figure out if we need to do, uh, you know, medicine intervention or whatever. Um, it, remarkable, like literally went to the top of my class. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying. Yeah. Yeah. And I know in college, I know in college, um, I would, I would take a, I would take, and man, I, I, it was so funny. A younger me. The younger me would never talk about, like when I was in high school, I would never talk or in, even in college, it was a secret that I was taking this medication. I would never openly talked about it ever. Now that I'm not taking about it, it's like, who, now I can, t- I don't, but just, I was embarrassed that I was on these pills. But, um, I remember in college, I would take a 12 hour release pill, take it like six in the morning, eight in the morning or whatever, you know, go to school. And during finals, I remember the feeling when it wore off, like I was studying late, right? I was in class all day, eight in the morning, 12 hour extended release. It, it would end around, you know, seven thirty-eight. They had to prescribe me little, little kickers, you know, little, little, uh, little, pick me little pick me up pills to get me through that last like two or three hours of studying. Wow. Because I remember like I would be working, doing my schoolwork, doing what I was supposed to do. Boom. On playing a game, doing something I wasn't supposed to be doing. Your original question though, is how, what percentage of these kids really are supposed to be on it? I don't know. You know, I, that's, that's wild. I think 60% of fucking children. Well, it's not 60% of children. It, it, the, the, the that's six out of 10, was it one out of 20 human beings? Six out of 10 children, right? One out of 20 of all us children. It, it, it said that oh, so one out of it said that 62% of the children that were diagnosed with ADHD are on medication oh. Oh. And, and that is 6.1 million. So it's, it's 62% of 6.1 million. Yeah. Gotcha. Which is still a lot of kids. Yeah. Um, yeah, one in 20, one in 20 of all U S kids are on. What do they 5%. say is the root cause to the ADHD? What, what, what causes it? It's, Cause we were talking about it's so, those kids earlier. That's Moms, so beyond my knowledge base. I don't know. We got all the knowledge know. at our fingertips here. Should we Google that too? I just what don't is know. the you know? leading cause of ADHD? Is it, is it contentious? Do, do uh, they know? I mean, I don't, I, don't I, I have to believe it has to start with yeah. in the home or something along those lines. So, so out of all the children, I mean, there's some you can't control, but there's probably some environments, right? It, it has to be, it has to be a, a chemical imbalance in the brain. That's the only thing that I can think of. I don't, I, I don't, I think it's nature. I don't think it's an environmental. I, I didn't know. That's what I was Environmental asking. stimuli. Okay. For me personally, I had a great childhood. Uh, there was no trauma. I mean, I, I, I had, well, and, yeah, you know, I had, I had a great upbringing and, um, it's weird to think. Yeah. I, I mean, but isn't, isn't depression, isn't that a chemical imbalance too? 
No, they're actually proving that. Wrong. Which is a bold statement. They're actually proving it's such a bold. Have you been paying attention to this? I heard no, it on a podcast, and I haven't done any research, and I'm so stupid to even talk about any of this. To so I'm, I'm too stupid, also. But yeah. I know, like in the last like year or two. For the record, we're not experts. Yeah. Yes. But isn't isn't uh, aren't they starting to like point um, certain foods and oh stuff? Oh my god! To, oh, we to, go to the FDA. There's a lot of stuff. Go ahead. Isn't, so what? Aren't aren't people really starting to talk about like uh, coloring and stuff and food, food coloring and, and food yeah. dyes and stuff leading to yeah. mental illness to to uh, imbalances? Absolutely, like, there was a whole book built on uh, on uh, uh, so natural I'm, cures for I'm, for diseases based on the food you eat. I'm, I'm just starting to kind of starting to hear about this uh, uh, coloring the red color red whatever number it is. I don't, I can't remember. I, I, yeah, I'm not smart enough to talk about it. I don't it, know. it is it is interesting though. Um, two thirds, so 64 percent of all of the children that were diagnosed with um, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder had other mental, emotional, and behavior disorders such as conduct disorders, anxiety, depression, autism, and Tourette's. Mm. So that's it's yeah. Most of the kids that have ADHD also have another mental illness. Yeah, two thirds. So are all mental illnesses chemical imbalances? I, I I would have to assume, but I I am so no. I am so ignorant on this subject matter. I mean, I'm sure there's been studies of just environmental and and how would they ever know? Like, I, I know there's 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 very very uh, intelligent people that research this kind sure. of stuff, and there's brain scans, and there's there's got to be things they do. But fuck, you can't even tell CTE until they until you die and they cut your head open and look at that, your brain. That's shit. how they do it, right? Yeah. CTE. Yeah, from like yeah. football, like NFL players, NFL yeah. players, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. that no, is, that is a wild statement though. When you look at some of these, one of these, these, the data, you know, that one in twenty kids are on. I knew it was hot. I knew it was hot. I'm that one. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting though that courses in school that were interesting to me, like science um, and history, I was glued, loved it, wanted mm-hmm. more, feed me. Just I wanted, I wanted yeah. to. I was a good student. Yeah. Courses um, in in math mostly math, really struggled, really, really struggled with that. And now that I'm in a, in a work environment where I really love my job, I don't need, I don't need any sort of medication whatsoever. Yeah. So, um, you will clearly see me how you'll clearly see how it still affects my daily life. My ability to be late to things drives Logan crazy. Um, there's just some things that I do that you can probably see some, some effects, I love my job. Let's talk about being early to things. Are you a early? Oh my goodness. Me too. And I've taught that you talk about my girls. I talk about that. I mean, but I, I played uh, um, college football. Right. And so we had a saying in college. It was, if you're, you're early, you're on your, sorry. If you're early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. And if you're late, you're forgotten. I was just going to say, I I was always told if you're on time, you're late. If you're 10 minutes early, you're on time. Right. Same thing. And it's always told that we talked about respect too. Like nothing drives me more nuts when somebody, and it's not always intentional. Again, they're not intentionally, but it's probably to me one of the most disrespectful things. Your time's more valuable than mine. Exactly. So yeah, I mean, I'm right it's, there, dude. I'm it's so right weird, there. like how that you know. Sorry, sorry but some people. No, we're not seeing my use, but there's some people that they again. Then again, it's coming back to we need to understand. But yeah, you know, one or two times. Hey, look, you know what I mean. So yeah, I mean, being early is to me is a big deal. And, and my daughter, you know, my oldest daughter, Brooklyn, I've, I've it's it's shown her to. Um, uh, we've, we've had multiple times where thank God we were early because mm-hmm. things go wrong and, you know, 
there's a lot of things, but yeah, your time's more respectful than mine or, or you respect your time more than mine. Mm-hmm. A lot of, a lot of my tardiness. Um, I don't see it in my professional life. Um, I will say that something I'm working on personally is my overcommit, my, that's my, what my, my ability to overcommit to things. That's, oh, that's your problem. I have a huge problem with overcommitting. And I think, I think that I can do more. I think I'm, I'm more capable than I'm capable than I am. I will try to cram a lot of stuff in one day and I try to please everybody. And so I have a hard time saying no to people. Yeah. I have a hard time um, getting it all done at once. And then I talk so much that when I go to do these tasks, you're there longer than you're I'm, supposed I'm, to be. I'm every, every time, you know, it's like, Hey, Hey honey, I'm just going to run to the grocery store and grab something. Well, then I'm talking I'm, to the checkout person for 15 minutes and then everybody's mad at me because I'm late. It, it, it's you truly know. not my intent, but I understand how it affects my relationships professionally way early, like crazy early. Absolutely. Yeah. No, it's, it's funny you say that because, um, I have the same complex kick that wire forward. Everybody got a little nice. Is that better? Yeah. Um, we got a bad, you lead. know, I, I, in the last, you know, I, I'm a kind of person that I do get over, I overcommit in a lot of things too. I, I look, I, I, uh, I look at it from a standpoint that, I feel like, you know, we've, we've talked about my business. We've talked about my family. We've talked about, I, I have this thing where I feel like maybe this sounds arrogant. I, I feel like I can make a difference because of some of the things I value time, early, hard work, treating people special that I see problems. And I feel like I can fix, I'm not necessarily fix the problem, but I can, I can be of assistance. I can make it better. And so my problem is I do that. And next thing I know I am, um, you know, like running for school board and stuff like that. And, and, and there we go. And I'm on this, no, <laughs> here we go. Um, and, and getting involved in a lot of different things. And yeah, then I do overcommit sometimes, but, um, Oh, we're fixing things over here. Beers. Oh, okay. Um, no, yeah, I, I, I understand what you're saying, JC. So no, I, I get it being overcommitted and I've had to learn too that I'm, and I'm still not good at it of saying no. Are you going to run for school board again? Yeah, I, I believe so. Win. As of right now, that's the it's a yes. I hope you win. I hope I win too. You we, know? we we messed up. Why we voted? Uh, I voted against you. I didn't vote against you. We voted I for voted other people plus you and the my constituents or my uh, my running mates. Which you know it, we didn't know how it worked. You'll get it, you'll get it next time, but I think you know I think all in all that was a benefit, and I think God had a different plan. I think because of that how that worked last year, I've been able to get involved. Um, in the PTA at our school, I've gotten to learn more about the school systems. I've, I've made a lot of, you know, a lot of connections, not connections. I made a lot of relate, built a lot of new relationships. And I would say this, when that all happened and we didn't win, we lost by six votes. Right. And my, you know, it was, it was a stressful. I was with you when we found out, remember you were, and it was a yeah. st- stressful campaign. I was in your garage. It was one of the most contentious times in, in, in elections ever. I would say, would you agree? It's probably one of the most contentious it was wild to yes. me. It was childish. It was immature. And yeah. it was tough to watch someone, my friend, someone that I care about dearly, yeah. um, be dragged through the muck. Yeah. Um, and and people that are, I'll say it, lesser humans yeah. than you. <laughs> yeah. The, these people are, are crude, mean individuals. Yeah. Said mean things about you that aren't true. That weren't even true. Yeah. What's it cost to run for school board? was a cost. I don't know. I mean, we we're, we we're, you know, you have to put out the, you, you know, the people who donated and stuff like that. I would, not much. I mean, the sign, getting signs and stuff are probably a thousand bucks. And it's a non, oh. it's a non-paid position. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. And money. just trying to help, ch- help children. Right. Yeah. And you don't want the kids. That'll- Jason Cavalier said it the best. Mm-hmm. And I, I've repeated this quote from him so many times in your defense. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure I'm going to butcher the exact the way he said it, but he said, he said, JC Ruddy has never had a negative thought in his life. <laughs> um, and while you probably have, and that's probably, right. uh, and, and I don't know about a person necessarily. Yeah. But, but when people were breaking you down, and, and finding things that they would find in a politician. They, they were looking, they were trying to attack you on like a speeding ticket. Disorderly conduct that happened when I was 18 yeah, years old. That's great. I, I just it wasn't even disorderly conduct. I think it was at a party or something, yeah. you know, and, and like there was shame on you forever drinking a beer, no, JC, no, <laughs> as you're sitting here on our podcast, right. drinking water. Right. Um, I just, I, I just think that's that a true statement. By the way. I just think that you are, you are a very positive person. You're a very kind person. Yeah. I, I, I know when I look at myself, you're, you're a better human than I am. Oh my goodness. I'm hardly that. No, you are. You, 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 thank you. You're, you're a, right. thank you. You're a right. genuine. Much, and, and the fact that anybody would think that your intentions aren't, um, are harmful or yeah. anything but genuine and kind there's those people have something wrong with yeah, them. And I, I will, I will stand, I will stand on that, on that hill forever. I appreciate that. You know, and again, and I, you're a polarizing dude. You, you, you are an, a weird dude. Uh, and I, when I say good way, when yeah. I call people weird, that's a compliment by, by the way, but you are polarizing like me and that can, that can push some people away. But anyone that says that your intentions aren't genuine and kind, they, they have something wrong with them. Well, I appreciate that. And you know, it's, I know we got to wrap this up. We uh, don't. Cause I have to eat dinner with my family or oh. some point, but no. Uh, so, yeah. so you're prioritizing your family over our I podcast am. at this point we are, but That's I think fair. it's been great, but it I, I, is think, valid. I, I think if I could wrap this all up, cause you asked me if we were going to talk about school board and stuff like that. We've talked about so many things. We've talked about family. We've talked about business. We've talked about how to treat people. We've talked about obviously some societal things going on. We've talked about community Yep. and all those things that we talked about tonight is, is a lot of who I am and why I feel that at the end of the day, I can make a difference in this community for these children. We talked about, you know, ADHD, all this stuff. There are kids that have real issues. They have real needs. Yeah. There's also those teachers that want to serve their kids in the right way. There's also, you know, the, the public school is getting such a bad rap recently. And I understand why a lot of, there's a lot of agendas being thrown out there, but regardless of that, at the end of the day, I feel like everything that we've talked about tonight is a big reason why I want to get involved. And I feel like we can make a difference to keep this, to keep, I have four girls that are going to go through this school district. That I, we love Southeast Polk. We love Altoona. We love this 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 for district. the next 13, 14, well, no more than that. Fifteen and a Just, half years. Yeah. I mean, Cameron's three. Yeah. So you know that, that that's not to say that my by the time my youngest is eighteen, my oldest will be twenty eight. Yeah. Wow. That's not to say at that point she hasn't got married, and if she chooses to live here, that's her choice. But at that point, my wife had two kids by the time she was twenty eight years old. You know what I mean? So that's not to say Brooklyn, by the time my youngest is leaving Southeast Polk, my oldest could be living here with her children. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's wild. How you forecast that? <laughs> it's, it's kind of beautiful when you think about right. it, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. You and your daughter both have daughters that are in the same school district. <laughs> that, that, that could actually could, happen. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Wow. You know, so it's just, I just feel like, and I said, I, you know, and it, Somebody said it best, you know, we won't go into, you know, Donald Trump too much because I'm, I'm clearly a Trump supporter. I've never denied that. You look at his kids and somebody said they're, they're amazing. Don Jr. And all those kids are good kids. Somebody said to me when, when they were, they were picking on Donald Trump and his character, they said, 
the best way to judge a person is by their offspring, their children. Checks out. You know, and I, and I, that's the thing. Like when you, you guys have complimented Brooklyn, almost everybody compliments my children and, and my wife give her 99% of the credit for that. Um, you know, I just want to make sure I, I, I this always been, I, I think, you know, our kids are a good reflection of, of what we try to do, um, what we're trying to do in, 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 in our, in our family. And then again, hopefully that trickles into the, the people around us, our core group of five people. And then, and then, like you said, Logan, you're five, then your, your network circle and then your community. Yep. It's all valid. I'm pretty, you know, I had a pastor one time tell me, he goes, JC, you're pretty deep, <laughs> but I think about these things. And I think too many people don't think they don't sit there and analyze and they're not thinking, you know, how can I make a difference? And it starts with what can I do to make me a better person? It starts with, you know, being selfish, wanting to be that better person, wanting more for yourself, wanting a healthy lifestyle, wanting to be, uh, you know, financially stable. Want Because you, if you can't take, if you can't stay alive and you can't, People want two things. They either want your time or your money. Yeah. If you want to make a difference, they want your time or your money. Well, if you don't have any money, you don't, and you're not time or if you're dead, how can you really make a difference? Yeah. You've got to be better about your health. You've got to be better about your money. You've got to be better about relationships, you know? And if you're not, you're not really impacting people. And unfortunately, I'm not talking about impacting the world, but those around you. And I just, I just want to live a fulfilled life. You know, and, and, and I think, uh, you know, there's more to the story. I mean, get it, I can get into my faith and all that stuff another time. I think we have time. Are, are you religious? I'm a Christian. <laughs> I'm a born again. I believe in Jesus. I know. Um, I we, 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 we'll have to go down that a different podcast. I know <laughs> we've had multiple conversations about that, no, but I, it just turns into you and I yelling at each other. No, we don't yell. We debate. We get loud. We We're, do get loud. I do have one proposal for you, JC. Okay. How do you feel about starting a communion with me? Communion? Yeah, we buy some land, good garden, a couple cows, a bunch of Highland cattle. That wouldn't be a bad idea. I actually, Steph, got the land Steph, already picked out. Steph, uh, you know, teaches teaches the school and kind of uh, like the village. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The movie The Village. You've seen that movie? Just outside of town, high yeah. walls. Yeah. Yeah. High walls, and every once in a while, we gotta you know scare the shit out of everybody and come in and act like you know on stilts and. Yeah. Well, that's exactly <laughs> what they were doing. Oh, wow, how crazy! Good. How crazy was that movie? I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. To find that that's a whole world they did to shelter. No. They're kids from the real world. But here's the thing. I'll leave you with this. You Is know, that a yes or a no to the- I think that's the Amish. The Amish. Amish maybe. Uh, the, you know, in the Bible does talk about, and, and I've, I've taught my kids this, do not, it says, um, do not uh, insulate yourself from the world, but do not, do not isolate yourself from the world. Yeah. Meaning, you know, when we, when people, so because of our Christian faith, and I, I really do need to wrap this up. You're good. They say, um, they say, um, you know, why do you put your kids in the public schools with all the challenges the public schools have had? Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, because of that right there, do not insulate yourself, or excuse me, insulate yourself from the world, but do not isolate yourself from the world. Yeah. My kids are better, are going to, I will truly believe this, putting my children in these, these positions, it's one, it's going to give us more opportunity, has given us more opportunities to talk, to, 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 to learn, to, uh, to just, you know, there's just been a lot of opportunities with Brooklyn. And if we can insert our kids there, man, I think we can make a difference. I don't believe sheltering, you know, your kids away from things is the way to go. I don't think it's sheltering. What do you call it? So we always had the joke. We always had the joke in high school. 
Okay. Maybe yeah. sheltering is the wrong word. Excuse me. I, I, I think it is. We always had the joke in high school that Dowling um, didn't not have the same problems we did with drugs or suicide or whatever. Sure. They just had more money to buy better drugs and commit more suicide. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, it was, it was mostly the drug part. Dark. It was just mostly the drug part. Like, it's not, they're not any better than us. You know, we have our problems. Sure. They have the same exact problems. Yep. Just um, come from a well, that's just humble it. beginning. That's just it. They're, they're, everybody has their own issues. Every have, But I, I just feel like for us, what we can do is, and we're not perfect by no means. Hopefully that's never the message. It's yep. just that, you know, we try to take care of our home. We try to make those around us uh, better. And we, we, we were trying to do with us, start with ourselves. And we're not going to be perfect. We're going to screw up more times than we're going to do right. And But, you know, praise the Lord that we're here. So yep. keep it moving. That's beautiful. You want to ask the last couple questions? And yeah, then you're not off the hook yet. I'm oh, sorry. there's there's questions. Your okay. spaghetti's going to be cold. Okay. You got enough for us? Did you, your wife? I'm going to cook a steak, but I, I ate, oh, in I my new air fryer. I, I do cook steak in air fryers, too. Yeah, you do the air fryer steak. I still have your ladder, by the way. I was just wondering that because I went to get it the other day to fix the light bulb. So sorry. It's okay. We'll send it home with you. It's fine. Um, if you had the choice, if you were, I guess it would be more of a forced situation, um, would you rather have uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex arms or Flamingo legs? Oh my goodness. What kind of question is that you have to pick one well then i'll just go tyrannosaurus rex arms really really good luck changing that light bulb yeah good luck making your 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 bed mm-hmm. <laughs> you gotta, gotta completely do a belly flop to get the fitted sheet on okay so if i would have said uh you, flamingo legs you have I'm, to stick with your choice and fine de- i'll defend it i defend it i don't know because tyrannosaurus rex look cool i don't know yeah they do look kind of cool i could scare somebody else to to make my bed and <laughs> fix that light bulb i think you're one of two people that have said tyrannosaurus rex arms uh-huh. and the other guy was a bodybuilder and he just wanted to have really jacked arms well, <laughs> that's some of it i guess Can i want to have a jacked body with small arms i don't know could you do a push-up as a tyrannosaurus rex very short I don't very short push-ups. Maybe four four inches. <laughs> four I'm so sure inches. I would need to do push-ups at that point. Can it's a true. Tyrannosaurus Rex hold a bush light? Uh you're gonna yes. have difficulty. You're gonna need bottles. You're gonna need to drink bottles. Well, they can't so <laughs> grab it. They just they have to get a straw, right? Oh, straw. Straw. Oh, yeah. you're saying that the arms are so short they couldn't they couldn't get it up to the, the noozle. The the tipping point. I guess you'd still have a human head. Right. So that also And I look pretty cool. <laughs> the arms would be a little small. People respect me. Yeah. yeah, and they can do all that. Other- I'm sorry. Never eating. What ham- was the other? Never eating a hamburger again. Yeah. Good luck. I I think it's like just a lot. Somebody can feed it to me. I think I think it, you'd have to act like a chicken a lot. I think it'd be a lot of like what? pecking. What is the justification of the dang legs of the flamingo? Well, just being able to do things, with being able to with your arms. Being is that a- it? Yeah, you're never gonna swing a golf club again. Never. Well, well, that's... that one guy without arms does. Yeah, he puts in between his. Ch- and yeah, I guess it's a matter of priorities. He, he has a better drive than I do. He, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the flamingos are going to wear nor, or ordinary pants. Well, yeah. it'll just be really baggy. <laughs> Joggers. Yeah, the diameter of the pants and the legs doesn't have to correlate. Well, all right. Uh, uh, What's the last question? I hate when people try to tell me to stop it's, talking or wrap We've been it up. rolling for a while here. You don't know how long. I'm hour, sorry. hour and 50 minutes. Okay, Logan can see my laptop. Okay. Here we go. The eggs. You find yourself walking down a 
street in Altoona. Okay. Right. And there's a dumpster. Yeah. Walking through Old Town. Right behind Old Town, maybe. Okay. You don't, he doesn't spend a lot of time on Old Town. Well, just I see when I'm with Jason Cavalier. There you go. He, we did Old take you to the bar one night. <laughs> Old Town. Old Town. You find yourself a fully intact plate of deviled eggs. Mm-hmm. Untouched. Beautiful. Chilled. Oh, I can't comment on that. Okay. You try one? If they're cold, yes. If they've been out there, if they, they look warm, no. No. How how warm would you go? Man, if they're out in they're outside. Yeah, they're outside. Probably not having it. On top of a dumpster. Not doing it. Lids closed. Nope. The dumpster has an impact on it? Uh sure. But more outside. What if they're yeah. cold? Cold on top of the dumpster outside. Ice cold. Sealed, unopened. Like a little old lady left church service. If they're and- sealed and open outside on a dumpster and it's they're cold, I'd try. Fuck yeah. Really? Yes. How many do you consume? Depends on how the first one tasted. What if it's delicious? Um, as many as I can. <laughs> the whole tray, baby. You think you could finish off a 12-pack? <laughs> no. I'm probably six. Six. I'm at least I'm a dozen. So that's, Half dozen. That's three whole eggs. Sure. It's a filling lunch. I love it. I also have a real weird complex with potato salad that's left outside. I, you know, when you oh, have I'm the, with you, if it's out there and the lids open and it's hot summer, I, I won't even touch it. If I can just flies, ugh, yeah, oh, gross. Wow. Yeah, it freaks and me people out, are man. just dumping it on their plates. Freaks like, me oh, out. Man. I'm, I'm right go there with you. It really is a, a bad choice to bring to a outdoor get together. Right. Yeah. But why do people do it? You need a bucket of ice to like bury it in. Yeah. And by the time I get to it, the bucket of ice is melted. So it's just, it's floating in the water, you know? Soup. Ice soup. I've never consumed a potato salad and not had to go to the bathroom within four minutes. Well, that's interesting. It's <laughs> because you're lactose intolerant. But where's well, the, okay? <laughs> but where's the lactose in the potato salad? Mayonnaise. Well, the mayonnaise. Yeah. Why is there milk and mayo? There's no milk and mayo. Well, it comes from the farm. That makes no sense. Mayonnaise should be oil. Well, there's butter and somewhere egg. in there, right? And butter's egg. made with milk, and there's butter in potato salad. Egg. Egg. Yeah. We've gone over this, Logan. <laughs> it comes from the farm, dude. Yeah, just because it comes from the farm doesn't make it dairy. Right next to the It's from cows. a bird. Right next to the cows, dude. Mm-mm. Yeah, it Mm-mm. comes from some There's place. some sort of dairy in there somewhere. You think there's dairy? In, yeah. I want you to tell me where it's at. Have you looked at the label? I guess I'll have to go look at a label. Well, who knows Mayo. there's a label when it's made in your kitchen? Mayo. Mayo is not dairy. There's got to be something in there dairy to make mayo. Like, just because it's creamy doesn't mean it has to be come from a cow. Well, well, typically it does. Yeah. Well, where else would it come from? Where there's cream, there's usually a cow. I'll give you that. Right. Okay. Well, yeah. Some things okay. to take away and think about. And so you do consume the deviled eggs. That's important. I do. If they're unclosed, what he said, they're not cracked. They're sitting on a dumpster. If they're not cracked, yeah. open them up. The first ones, if it looks clean, yep. I'm popping that sucker. If it's If they're good, I'm going six. You're not touching them, huh? Oh no, I'm I'm going. You're digging in. Yeah. Okay. If they're if they're room temperature, he's diving in. Yeah. Room temp. That's the issue with me. I'm chill. I'm 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 with you. Okay. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, there's been a Thanksgiving or two where they've sat there for an hour, but they're in my home. They're not outside on a dumpster, and it's not a 70, 80 degree summer day on a on a one of these tables underneath a at a church picnic. I ain't touching those. Yeah. 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 Because that will get my my stomach turning. Yeah, no, so, I, I I agree with you. I just I, it's very clear to me that uh, if the first one enters my mouth, I don't know if I can here's stop, a question stop myself. I know we gotta we're wrapping up here, but here's if you a say wrap up one more wrap time. <laughs> I'm gonna come across this podcast table. Oh my and goodness, slap um, the shit out of you. Do you prefer your deviled eggs? Your, your deviled eggs? Do you prefer them the 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 yolk in the middle 
the decorative yes. or just spooned it back in? Nope. Paprika me up. No, Maybe no, no. But like, like a flour, like, you know, like they do that. They, oh, no, that doesn't bother me. You, okay. know, you know how they do that. How? They put it into a cake thing. Right. Yeah. Like, a, like a frosting yes. thing. Yeah. Yes. That's why I assume That doesn't did. bother me. I could care. You have no preference there. I mean, I think it's kind of nice. It's no a nice touch. Someone went to like a. No preference. You know, somebody either has the setup to do some frosting on cakes. Or they just, uh, you can do it with a Ziploc bag and just nip the cake. Yeah. Off the Ziploc bag. Wow. That's hard to do. Look at you. I've done that. Yeah. To me. Not for the Dell and Egg. So yeah. some would say they're going the extra mile and and piping in. It's called piping. Yeah. Piping. Is, piping. Yeah. Piping yeah. in the creamy yellow. Yeah. Um, I would say it's got to be easier to pipe in the yellow than to spoon in the yellow. Mm. Some could argue that. Yeah. Could be easier. Intentional laziness or, you know, easier to fill the hole there. Yeah. Yeah. Ease of filling holes is for a guy that loves deviled. I've never made, I've never made deviled eggs. I have never. Paprika. You like paprika? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Do the whole work. Bacon bits. A little sprinkle. I'll deal with it. Uh, Bacon makes everything better. He's seen some with cilantro on him on the internet. Mm -hmm. I could, I could eat it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of ways you can do it. I mean, holy cow. You know, if you're, if you're bored this week, you can always whip up a batch and bring them down. We'll test them out. Yeah, we'll t- we'll, no we'll, problem. we're not going to say no to no you problem. making Well, it. I didn't bring you an antler, so maybe that's what I will oh. do. But, but at the price of eggs right now, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Good thing you got a high level of income. Yes. Right. <laughs> Good thing you're a financial right. investment uh, planner. Can you Before we go, can you tell everybody what your business is, where they can find you? And, oh, uh, we're doing that. Okay, yeah. If, no. in, unless you don't want to, you can run under the radar, but this yep. will be on every major social site. Oh, well, yeah. No, I mean, our, our office here in Altoona, Iowa, Refined Wealth Solutions, 602 Street Southwest. It's a great name. Refined yep. Wealth Solutions. It's a great name. Everybody needs to refine, yeah. re- refine, refine their wealth. Yep. It's great. And we it. have the solutions. Thank you for coming. Thanks, JC. God bless you both. We're, we're going to win school board next year. You, right. you are going to yeah. win. JC, JC, JC. Jersey. Oh my goodness. Jersey. No, seriously, buddy, you're a, you're a wonderful neighbor. Uh, you're an awesome human being. I appreciate you coming on. Um, thank you. Thank you, guys. This was really good. Thanks, Jason. Fun. See you, everybody. Peace. Bye.